Soul. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This is Match Media alongside Michael Tickleband in Crime, Ricardo Medina. Hello, hello, hello. And this is, wait for it, episode 99, yes, of BBB Radio. Yes, I, I, I counted it, I counted it twice, I counted it thrice, I counted it quadruple times yes this is episode 99 from since you know i did that uh rebranding of the bs beats and beauty podcast into what you're hearing right now right so yeah we're just one episode away from episode 100 and at the moment i'm not gonna really see what we're gonna talk about there but believe you me it's gonna be big right so just had to yeah. get that out of the way one time um it, and this is actually a really really big milestone i didn't think that i would actually go this far i didn't think that i actually remember all oh, right i should actually like count the amount of episodes too so at least i could do little anniversaries and shit right so here we are right um but what we will do here and this is pretty special uh, we're gonna talk about Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Two movies, the the the, the two movies that that um that exist in this world. So that would be the 1993 film, the infamous 1993 film, and the recently released film, you know, from Illumination and Universal. We'll talk about that, right? Uh, also, I will talk about 65 because sure. um, it finally made its way digitally. Um, I well, I don't know if you if you saw it, but um, I'll I'll, I'll talk yeah. about it. Oh you, oh, you did? Okay, nice, mm-hmm. nice, nice. Um, and it will get spoilery here because I have, a, I have some some bones ha, 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 to pick with, with this too. Eh? Um, yeah. You will talk about Beef. This is a new Netflix slash E24 series that um, I didn't get around to seeing, unfortunately, even sure. though it stars, you know, um, you know two, two likable actors in the form of Stephen Yuen and Ali Wong, right? Yeah. Uh, you will talk about the first season of Quantum Leap, which wrapped up. Uh, sure. In addition to the third season of The Owl House, which I still haven't um, started, you know, watching. Yeah. And I will talk about the third episode of Sister Bond. So might as well just kick things off right away, right? Right. So uh, without further ado, let me talk about the third episode of Sister Bond, right? Um, which is entitled What's Going On? And yeah, I mean, the, the, the title is pretty much self-explanatory because, yeah, in a nutshell, we just really get a gist of what's going on, right? So if you haven't been following up on the show thus far, um, it centers on, you know, a private investigator by the name of um, Keisha and her sister Giselle, right? And they're roped in into this, um, this, this simple mission, you know, basically just you know, transport a guy with which by um which is Keith, if you remember him from the Visa Claw miniseries, just basically get him from point A to point B, right? But in the process which he, which we saw um in detail actually in the second episode, um this this random dude, this random tug just came in the way and you know basically it was it was just basically about, you know, dropping off um dropping off or or I should say meeting the guy and acquiring this this particular item, right? Which is this um you know, uh, mechanical device, but you learn it has, you know, alien origins to it, right? So one thing leads to the next now, and now we're back you now with these three characters. Yeah. That will be Keisha, Giselle, and Keith, you know, so they're back at, I, I believe, at Keisha's house. And, you know, they all like stunned because, uh, well, with the exception of, of Keith, because if you remember from the second episode, you know, he was the one who actually like um, opened that box, you know, just, just thinking like Pandora's box, you know, and just seeing like this um, this map basically, right, of the, right. Of the world. So, yeah, you know, um, Keisha and, and Giselle, of course, they all, like, stunned. They're like, you know, what the hell going on? And then, you know, well, Keisha actually learns that um, that there was something kind of off, you know what I mean, uh, from, from the get-go in terms of this um, mission that they had to do, right? 
And uh, long story short, we 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 kind of learn. Um, and this is actually through some um some exposition from you know a brand new character who shows up. Yeah, what 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 is the origin of this um device? Uh, we learn that it has to do with you know the stuff that that took place uh, prior to Visa Claw, and there's like a nice little cameo. You know, that's just a that's a simple cameo. Um, character doesn't really say anything, but it's just there for you to be like, oh, you know, more or less kind of connecting the dots, and it ends with the with the threat of something coming, right? So yeah, that that essentially is what this episode is about, right? So I would say in terms of how the story has been going so far, um, this is this is pretty satisfying and promising satisfying in the sense that yes we finally get we finally get to understand what this what this device is about and also how it ties in to what we saw before in vesicle right because early on you know with the fast past two episodes sorry it was just about it was just keith keith was the only figure to to connect you know to um these these two shows together right but now it kind of expands even more so now we, we really understand it um you know how how big of a deal this whole device is and what it could mean in terms of you know earth right that that's all i'll say without spoiling anything right and i actually dug this thing right um which uh which closes off this episode here but um the, t- the thing i want to bring up here now is that it says that it's going to be well you know the series itself is you know to be concluded right, right. so um I'm, I'm just there like all right just just hoping that we get this final episode very soon because yeah i i, I won't lie it it, it it have your boy pretty pretty excited like i want to see how what, what's going to happen next right um i do hope that uh, it does not get well, I mean, I understand that it's part of this, you know, the Vilventures universe, so you know you could expect a cameo or two, like what we got here before, with what we got with this episode here, right? But um, I hope that it's not too cameo-heavy to the point that our lead characters are just kind of pushing these sidelines before all this sci-fi chicanery take place, right? Because one thing I was really dug, um, digging about the show thus far, that it, it, it sort of strayed away from the sci-fi stuff, and the, the only kind right. of sci-fi thing, really, that we got over the past couple episodes was that device right but here with this third episode it's like it just kind of opens the floodgates now so now we're, we're really going to bring in sci-fi into what is primarily this you know comedy slash crime show right so I'm, I'm really curious to see how you know both genres or how all three genres are gonna are, are gonna like um connect in this final episode here right because yeah you know you're gonna get the sci-fi stuff and of course because it's Bill ventures there's gonna be some sort of action involved right but I want to see the comedy coming. I want to make. I, I, I want to be assured that you know that that chemistry, you know, between you know the actors who play Keisha and Giselle, is still there, right? Even when right. you know literally shit hits the fan. I want to see that, right? Um, and speaking of that too, you know, their chemistry is still on point here. Um, Keith is still that goofball that we kind of know and love by now. Um, but where where the, where this episode stops off with him though, um. I get the joke. That's all I'll say. I, I I get the joke, but I do hope that he that in this final episode there's gonna be more to him than just oh he's just the guy that we laugh at because he's goofy and silly. You know what I mean? I I, I want that, you know, at the end of the day that he is integral to everything that's going on. Because yeah, he's the one who acquired the um, the device. He's the one, if you remember from the events of Visa Claw, he actually was transported into space and came back, right? So I hope that he's just not gonna be there as this, you know, this this side character to laugh. At, right but yeah I, i'm expecting him to have a big role in this final episode right, right. And same thing goes with the with our leads themselves right i want that 
like I'm not expecting them to have like a huge, huge, huge role going um, forward, right? But this is their show, so I hope that with all the stuff that we could expect in the next episode, they're not going to be sidelined out of their own show, right? That, that's pretty much what I've seen here, right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, for what's worth, um, this again, you know, just, just, just clarifying certain things, you know, that that was left um a mystery in the past two episodes. I really appreciate um the show for that, um. Acting is still on point, you know, direction, cinematography, uh, music. Uh, well, I never really brought up the music here. Um, it's more on the EDM side of things. It's an acquired taste, in my opinion, though. But it fits with the kind of fun, upbeat vibe of the show itself, right? So, you know, it is what it is, right? But yeah, it, it, it's still just hammer um, excited for the, the, the final episode. And I, I just hope, just in closing, that, um, yeah, this is not the last that we see of, you know, this, this sister bond, right? Because, yeah, I'm, I'm really liking these characters. And, you know, I, I'm just really excited to see how they're going to fit even more in this Ville Ventures universe, right? Yeah. So, yeah, um, it's it's available right now on the um, GT Network um, GT Network TV website, you know, so you can check out um, this episode and the previous two. And yeah, I mean, just just keep my fingers crossed that we get this this fourth episode very soon, man. All right, well, Ricardo, you know, you you saw a couple of shows, um, a couple of seasons of a couple of shows that would be uh, first off being the Owl House, the third season. Sure. I remember yeah. you mentioned the first season when it came out. Um, you really enjoyed it. I remember that. I just never got around to to watching the show. To be honest, sucks for me. Um, and then also to Quantum Leap. Um, because early, not early, late last year. You actually covered the series premiere of it, right? And right. you actually are way more familiar with the original series than I am. Um, I have yet to even watch a, um, a, an episode of it. Even though I know about the premise, I think that the premise is a great one. And yeah, I mean, one of the best in terms of, you know, just, just sci-fi, you know, um, storytelling in general, right? But yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm really curious to see how, you know, the, uh, well, basically how... Um, this new version, or I should say the, the first season of this um, reboot or continuation of the series, if you will, played out, right? But uh, yeah, um, you could start off with the, the, the um, with season three of the Owl Hubs. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, it, it, it finally wrap up. So what they did with this third season is it, they kind of did the, the Orville thing by just having longer episodes instead of the kind of, you know, piecemeal approach they had from before. What they did is say, okay, just have three episodes, and each of them is about 40 minutes long. Um, and so you get that, you know, just kind of these three kind of short movies in a sense. Uh, just basically wrapping up everything uh, going on with Luz, you know, her, her life. They they kind of do the, um, well, just to put it as simply as I can, they do the Stephen Universe thing in a sense, right? Where Stephen Universe later on, they, they show them what they are when they get older and adults. And there's the processing of, of all the kind of the working tragedies and, and concepts of it. And it mostly works. Uh, I don't love it, love it as a finale, and it really felt rushed at parts. But overall, uh, I really, really like what it did with uh, Lose as a thing. And again, just sit down and watch it. And, and I think it's more what Owl House represents as a show. And, you know, how you could learn how Disney animation, like for, you know, whatever reason, decide to cancel some good shit. You know, kind of mad that they cancel this. Kind of mad that they cancel, uh, well, didn't renew, I should say. Uh, you know, the you know, Inside Job and then, you know, Infinity Train, you know, it's really good shows that getting destroyed. Uh, it's a shame. But, you know, uh, in the case of Disney and the Owl House in particular, like, you really, really, I really, really felt they should have, like, sat down and make make uh, more of an effort keeping the show on as it is. But, you know, as it is, we got a solid enough finale in terms of the world building and, the, the you know, the relationship of the Boiling Isles and, you know, the Boiling Isle Titans and what's going on with them. 
And I, I don't want to get into all of the world building for it, but basically it's it's Luz having Luz and uh, uh, her mom, you know, having a relationship and, and having coming back, you know, to the well, the magical realm, the demon realm, to sort that out. And it works, you know, it's good representation, you know, especially in the context of J.K. Rowling and she nonsense, you know, if you want a, a nice magical franchise show to jump on, it, this is the show to, to jump on. Uh, it's really a shame that you can't get more of this going forward. And, uh, it is what it is. Uh, you know, not too much to say in that sense in terms of without spoiling or getting into too much of the world building, but it is pretty good. Like, I, I'm really happy with what we got. Um, I'm happy with all the, the world building. Um, you know, no, it have a lot, a lot to do with, with not understanding the concept of death. Not as good as Gravity Falls finale, but it's it, it up there. It's just like really, really good um, world building, good message, good storytelling in terms of um, the, the finale. It, it deals with the concept of death and how to accept that. There's a lot of that in it. Um, I'm very happy that we got, you know, what we got. Because it's a shame that we couldn't get what it is. It is very melancholy. You know, same thing with um, another show that I kind of liked, Amphibia. You know, pretty good. But they make it work for it is hopefully we'll get um we were supposed to get light novels as well, you know, to borrow from that but I heard those got cancelled. Damn shame. Um but they're making it work they made it work for it is and again just a nice little uh wrap up as it is, right? You know. Uh they made they made it you know, just you know, decent enough finale, right? And and I make it work. So yeah, that's um, you know it's a shame. It's a real damn shame, not such a great show, you know. Uh, ended, but it's fine. But yeah, is it is what it is. Is a shame. It's, not, it's sad we, we shouldn't get more. But yeah, I just would mention in the old house, you know, not getting a fair shake. But you know that is really unfair. Will, but in a in a fairer will we'd get a better show. But yeah, it's 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 great. Uh, Written uh, as a whole series, nine out of ten. Um, the finale and this season are probably eight out of ten. Um, that is my quick kind of how I feel about it. I just really thought it shows something special and something new for, for you know, new people instead of just, uh, look, you know how we, we talk about remakes and remixes and thing, and you want you want new material. But you want also, like, workably progressive material and, and ideas that really feel like, oh, it's the future and this is what future people should be thinking and talking about and how the show should address itself. Um, and I said, uh, yeah, so 8 out of 10 finale, 9 out of 10 general series. Uh, uh, it's a shame that you couldn't get better because sure, if it if it got a proper chance to tell the story, they would have got a, a ten out of ten for me. But yeah, as it is, pretty damn good. Great ending though, pretty good ending as it is. And is 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 really sad, but great ending as it is. Yeah, so I feel like all right, all right, nice, yeah. nice, nice. All right, so from the old house to well, let's take a leap, ha 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 ha, right into. <laughs> Oh my god, that sucked, right? Yeah, into yeah. into the first season. You see, you agree, right? Yeah, into the first season of uh Quantum Leap, the revival. Yeah. So yeah, um you, you you covered the first episode. I right. guess you could um mention how you feel about it, like looking back at it now, seeing right. that you, you you watch the whole season and yeah, you could talk about what the season was about and your thoughts on it. Right. So what it did is some it's not bad. It's it feels kind of fan fiction-y. So basically what it, it to go through the whole season. I'm going to go through every episode uh, because it's like 18 episodes of the season. But what it did is they do some time loopy, looping upon themselves kind of stuff with the leaping. So it's not just leaping with the past, but leaping within themselves and other people who was leaping within Quantum Leap itself. So it get a little, little nested and meta in terms of its conceit. And it mostly works. Um, basically, to, to, I don't want to spoil too much, but basically, long story short, it's... it's uh, some leaping and calculations from an apocalyptic future and them having to stop that and 
somebody had to be saved and whatnot. And I just, as a world show, it's a shame that they, they couldn't focus on the right people. As, as I said, my, my main complaints in this, in the first episode, was my main complaints in this, which is they focus on uh, the female uh, female um, love angle, and I find she's not that interesting. Um, the person who is the most talented, even though they, they give them uh, a lot of uh, good stuff in terms of the plot, um, I really felt they should have been the lead person to follow from. That is Ian. I uh, really, really like Ian. This is my favorite character in the show. And uh, Ben has a, a good, decent protagonist. And then, you know, there's a small nitpick, but I wish we got it. Uh, theme song. Like, seriously, the Quantum Leap theme song is a classic. And it's a shame that they never make a new theme song or update it. That is it. It doesn't need to be every episode. We just need to see a theme song for the first episode so you can see it on the DVD to know that they make one. Whatever. That's just a nitpick. Um, overall, yeah, solid, solid series. I can't say I loved it because the writing is not strong. And this, this is one of those series that, that it didn't need to be 18 episodes. This, this could have been, you know, nine episodes, I felt. It, it, it have the flash problem, right? Where it's old TV and old TV just need to run long, 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 long seasons instead of telling a story because they don't really care about that. Um, but as it is, it, it did a great little interesting conceit with time and time looping. They reference the old show in some good ways. Um, but the, the the author, the creator of the show, from what I understand, he's not a big fan of the old show. But that didn't really, it didn't come across like it's contempt or anything like that. But he decided to do his own thing with it. Um, but it made it work in terms of like what the plot was and who doing what and why in the relationship with the government, the big bad guy, um, who it is in terms of the big reveal. Not big reveal, it's just, oh, it's a guy. Okay. Uh, but you get why, why he doing it, what he doing is like an interesting thing. But it didn't, this didn't wow, man. That was my problem. Uh, again, too much filler. You know, way too much time. That was the main problem that pulled it down. And uh, but if they, if it, if it did concentrate, you know, the main story and made it work, um, it could have been better in my opinion. Uh, that is just, uh, it have that thing too much to say because it's like, yeah, it take too long to get through the story. They didn't stretch it out as badly as say, you know, what Star Trek Picard did, right? You know, and we will talk about Star Trek Picard because the finale coming up soon. Uh, but this was just uh, the writing wasn't as strong as it could have been, and I felt all they had to do, just like with Flash. It does need to be like about a nine episodes, ten episodes, and it would have been fine. But yeah, overall, I, I like it for what it is, and it's still network TV. And it's a real shame because really network TV really lacking compared to streaming and, and streaming TV and, and peak television, right? We're not really getting good network stuff or cable stuff anymore. Um, you know, and it compared to, well, the other show I want to talk about is complete chalk and cheese in terms of quality and, and what we're talking about. I liked it for what it is. Rating, seven out of ten, closer to six. Um, it had a good cool time conceit for what it was and again Ian being the standout you know saved the show a lot for me but other than that I, I couldn't um, you know I already well, wish they pumped up the, the writing a lot more that's about it yeah 7 out of 10 you know alright well, well well, dumb question right in terms of just that um, that whole time loop stuff right did, did, did it make any logical sense like at all yeah I mean it's, it's as much sense as Quantum Leap makes right you know Quantum Leap have a whole weird Weird, like conceit on its own in terms of like the time stuff and con- traveling consciousness. Yeah, it, it, I didn't like fight down on nitpick any details because it wasn't like anything too, you know, egregious or anything like that. It was just like, oh, okay, right, that makes sense. And he did like what the, what because the, the really the, the more convoluted part is the villain, like what the villain doing and why they doing it. Um, that's a little on the convoluted end, but that's about it. It didn't bother me too too much. And again, look, if it was a better show, I would care. You know, that's the problem. So it, it is more like the execution and the, the, the other conceits. But yeah, it, it was fine. It's it's quantum leap. Like it's it's the computer from the you know the the, the, the um the social justice computer from the future wanna fix the past and this is where it is do and calculate why. But then when it gets into like the interfering with the computer and the computer referencing itself and its own past 
and other people having to represent itself in terms of code and who interfering with Ziggy in the future and why. It's, it mostly works. Like, I, I could have lived with it. Like, it was fine. I didn't have a problem with any of that. So that is how I feel about it. All right, all right, cool, cool. Uh, what's Beef, boy? Well, Beef is a new TV series yeah. that uh, dropped a few days ago on Netflix. Um, I yeah. saw the trailer for it um, a, a few days prior, and um, I I was I I was like really intrigued by it. Like I really wanted to yeah. see it, but um, unfortunately, uh, I, I just did not get the time to. Um, and I mean, it has Stephen Yuen, it have Ali Wong. I mean, just two two yeah. really really like the actors, you know. Yeah, when I see the two of them together, I'm like I would. Yeah, I, I was like, all right, you know, we gain something. Um, you know, I want yeah. to um, you know, I haven't seen Syrian in anything since what Minari, I think. Uh was it last I time so, live yeah. action? Because we saw him uh, a little bit visible, he was in voicing, but not not live action. I yeah, I, I, I think Minari was was the last thing we saw him in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so um beef. Right. How how, so, how, how, how was it? Or what was it? Right, about? so uh, Stephen Yen plays uh Danny, right? He, this this kind of he's a contractor. Right in, in well he in, I think is where it is he in LA. Uh is he well the San Francisco is really the, the, the valley, the, the area. Um but he um basically just kinda slight kind of a loser, you know, kinda where, you know, he just, you know, kinda dung and out, slightly depressed probably. Uh but then he gets into this the first episode starts off really intense with this road rage incident and he chased down this woman. Well he didn't know it was a woman at the time, but he chased down this person and he, you know, it's this real insane situation. And then it, you know, it cuts to the perspective of Ali Wong, who's the other person on the other side of the road rage, and the two of them, um, it's just this rivalry, this insane rivalry that keeps escalating and escalating between the two of them. And where it goes is truly insane and, and really well done for what it is. And it escalates in really good ways. Ali Wong is great as Amy. Um, you know, Stephen is, is great as Johnny. And then it has all these great uh, other side characters. And it gets into, you know, more... A kind of psychological drama. It's a kind of a thriller at parts. Uh, but then it's, it's basically just the, for lack of a better term, the sociopathy of the two main characters. Like they're, they're normal, but then they're not so normal. And you know, the two of them just, you know, not letting go. And there's this this the, the consumption of, of anger in their in their lives and how it, it, it ramps up in all kind of weird and interesting ways. And then they have all these little side characters, like you know, you know, Ali Wong's husband and who what we're going on with him. And you know, all the, uh, something really, really sad and unfortunate happens there. And then we're going on with Stephen Yen and his brother, and what happened there? And they, they start to spiral it out. And it really feels like, you know, a mid 2000s Showtime dramedy, right? Like like Weeds or Huff or something like that. Like, like mm, why we have a you. show like this? Uh, I I was a big fan like kind of fornication or something like that, where just these real serious dark stories. And it's a while we haven't gotten. And I was really shocked that Netflix would give us something like this. This is something that I expect on HBO. Um, but Netflix give us a give us something and like oh wow well done, and I just really thought this was like very clever and funny, really really you know dark at parts, um, but but mostly the balance of comedy and drama is great because like we live in an age now of the well again I, you know I've heard the term boxed about but it's basically the anti dramedy This is just a dramedy. It's not really you're not really trying to flip the idea of a, a dark script or a funny person into a dark role or anything like that. But it just works in terms of like just the rivalry. Ali Wong really holds it. Steve Stephen Yeun holds it. And they just make it work for what it is. It's quick. I didn't think I would have like uh, a show more than um, Swarm. Like I was like, oh, Swarm going to be the show for the year. But no, 
beef end up beating out slightly beating out swamp for me uh, in terms of the, the, the working thing and then well a big i think nice. noticeable thing about it is um uh the, the mainly asian cast like we haven't seen that like you know mm. especially this was a good time for this to come out um you know in, in show business especially after the, the success of um everything everywhere all at once right uh yeah. oh and, and, and speaking of that though one 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 of the the things that caught my eye too was um e24 right you know right. um yeah, so so just dumb question. Was there any E to fourness, anything unique or special or, yeah, or weird I mean, in it? Yeah, not not so so much. It's mostly like when it's time for it to like when it's time for the characters to like have your internal mental space or like yeah, clearly what they're going through. Yeah, a little bit like that. But uh, as I said, it more feels like something like a sh- like something out of showtime in the mid two thousands. So if you remember how showtime's types of shows was, it feels shot like that. Like it, it's very, you know, again, San Fernando Valley type feeling about it feels very like that that's how it felt like, like that and it's, it's like a lot of a big asian communities in those areas anyway um but yeah they, they make it work for it was i just thought this was just surprisingly dark and funny and, and again just really good character work and and yun and wong really really were excellent in terms of like the material and, and what they do yeah lee lee sung jin is is excellent he, he really really come come true with this this material real hard very funny well done um episode two and three in particular is very good like they, what they do like that first four episodes really holds you and keeps you together and then it, it just you know lays out itself throughout the rest of the season and I, I think with a really solid finale nothing that blew my mind or anything like that but that's good like okay that makes sense this is where it should go like but it, it it's good it's really really well done and, and they make it they make it thing again yun and wong are great together that is what they make it work they really bounce off each other you know the, the, the they really make the work the great joke about um you know the the, the tagline right revenge is best served raw uh yeah they make it they make it work for it is uh written um yeah probably like a a nine out of ten you know you know closer to eight to be nice honest. um mm. yeah but uh I, I i really really enjoyed this one i could catch it really catch me off guard i went in as blind as i could i didn't see a trailer i just keep here i just saw it on the little news feed like oh, all right th- this new show come out and it's steven you know when i saw his name i was like all right cool immediate click on netflix give it a shot and yeah i, I binge it and it was a good binge too because it wasn't like every episode was like 30 minutes, 40 minutes around that night, nothing super long or anything like that. Quick binge, right? You know, that was eyes wide work for it. It just had me in and out just like with Swarm. Um, I didn't I didn't hate any of this. Uh yeah, rating nine, really, really good. I recommend it. Go see it, guys. All right, nice, nice. I will, it I will make, definitely it give make, it a definitely look. might make a best of the year, to be honest. One yeah, more well, I, 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 actually, actually not surprised to hear that. <laughs> yeah, we we're early in the year still, but yeah, I, I think this might make a best of the year. Might. Mm. All right, nice, nice, nice. I'll I'll, I'll give Beef uh, um, a, a, a watch. Nice. Yeah. So let's finally talk about sixty five. Sure. <laughs> I'll I'll do the synopsis for this, right? And um, you know, because we will we we are late to the party. This will be a spoiler review. I'm sorry, but I mean, this has been out for like what since since um since last month. So this, you know, does this show in theaters? It's still showing in um, Caribbean cinemas by me, um, and I believe oh, in okay. South Park right. as well too. But okay. so I'm so quite shockingly, but well, actually not surprising to me actually. Uh, it only has like a late, what's that? Oh, let me just call it a, a, a night screening, right? So it only has right, this night right, right. screening, and seeing it for yeah, myself, yeah, yeah I, I I could definitely see why, right? So here's yeah. the thing, right? I believe it was early this year. Yeah, it was early this year when the first trailer for this drop, right? And while it didn't blow my mind or anything like that, right? Just the mere idea of someone like Adam Driver, right? Who, you know, will, will always be known as Kylo Ren, right? From the Star Wars um, series, right? You know, on Earth, 
I'll talk about that in a, in a second. Going up against dinosaurs. Okay. Something about that just 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 came off like it 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 just it just came off as campy and pulpy, right? So it was just right. a sell of it, right? You know, it's him on this planet, you know, with you know fighting off dinosaurs, right? That that's that's some John Carter of Mars or you know Flash yeah. kind of stuff, right? Or you know me, yeah, that kind of vibe, right? So, but you know, it, it wasn't really anything else outside of Adam Driver standing, right? So, seeing from the writers of A Quiet Place and producer mm. Sam Raimi, I'm like, all right, well, but, but who directed this? That's all you have to the fact. I when see. You, when they hear, when they hear from from the producers of that is a red flag. Immediately, when, when they pushed out, <laughs> when yeah. they tell it, they who the producer? Like, okay, I mean, producer don't mean nothing, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it does but, have but, body, it beats something, but not the creativity. It, 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 exactly, but but as we see from the writers of A Quiet Place, right. they're the ones who actually direct this. This is Scott. Oh, well, that's about Brad Woods. Yeah. So they and, and they just real hype it up like from the writers of A Quiet Place, right? And I mean, I I really enjoy A Quiet Place. I'm not in yeah. love with it, but I really enjoyed right that and the sequel as well, yeah. right? But that's sorry, that's not a good draw for something like this. Adam Driver, however, is right. Yeah. So. Much to my surprise, last week though this thing drops digitally, so I said, "Okay, I, I don't need to see it in theaters." Like I, I was here through the grapevine that it didn't get any good reviews at all, so I right. just held back on it. So I, I stay home and I watch it. Right last night, actually, to be precise. So what it's about? So we are introduced to Mills, right, who is played by Adam Driver, right. We see his wife and we see his daughter, who is played by Chloe Coleman, who, which is which is funny because we last saw her last actually us, right. in Dodgers and well, Dodgers and Dragons. Oh, no, right, 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 sorry, I was confusing her with, um, I, 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 I confused her with Joe's daughter in Last of Us. Yes, she was in Dungeons and Dragons, I sure. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about Last of Us. We'll talk about Last of Us with this, right? right. For real, yeah. So, we learned that, um, well, you know, um, with Mills's daughter is sick, right? Because, right, you know, right. in, 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 in typical movie fashion, you know, she has that <coughs> cough, and, you know, yeah, when they cough in between sentences, you know, that, that, that's a red flag right there, right? And we learn that you know Mills have this job, but basically it's just. But it, it, it took me a while to really understand what's going on, right? So basically, his job, right? Because so because it's in the future, at least that's where we assume. No, at it's first, in right? the past, actually. All right, that's what I see. That, that was about to say that we we assume at first, right? So because right, right, they're actually right, right. on another planet, right? That, that was right. that was. Well, that was the thing is, the trailer, right? the trailer spoil it, eh? Because the mere fact they use it with sixty five. I like, all right, well, it's 65 million years ago, and it's some kind of ancient civilization shit going down, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. Kind of, so this yeah, but I, I, I hated that the trailer had to give away the million years ago. Because honestly, right. that would have been a great reveal in the film, right? But yeah, even yeah, yeah, in the film to, itself, they spoil it. Like, at the, yeah. like when they show the credits, it's like, well, it's 65 million years ago. No, I, didn't, I didn't mind. Really? I, I wasn't expecting them to do like some like twist, you know, because the mere fact is seeing dinosaurs. Like, look. Again, nerds like me who understand biology know that, look, the probability of you seeing dinosaurs on some other planet or something like that is highly unlikely. Therefore, it had to be that. That is our dinosaurs in our history, blah, blah, blah. But you could have, for trailers, you could have said, all right, 65, space, but you're fighting dinosaurs. You don't, you don't guess what's going on already. So it's like, that's the problem. It's, it's super easy to speculate about. I don't know. It's just me. No, mm. no, nah, nah, I, I understand, I understand, right? Right. So yeah, so so his job pretty much is to um find planets to colonize, right? You know, right. and it, it it takes a lot of time. So there's a subplot involving how you know frustrated um his daughter is, you know, that Mills is spending so much time away from her, right? 
Yeah. I mean, the mom is, a, is, is well, you know, the, the, the wife is, you know, understands all this, right? But she, you know, well, the daughter is number, well, she kind of understands at some point, but at the time she doesn't. But that's just really because she's going through the sickness, right? So long story short, um, he's on this ship, you know, just navigated the ship. There's some other people who are in cryosleep. Um, there's right. a meteor so shower. He's like, what, and he's, a, like a, he's like a courier, right? Not really so much. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so well, I'm well, clear what his job yeah. is exactly. Does yeah, it was it was it was unclear to me too. But yeah, he technically he's he's a pilot. Technically, well, yeah, he's a pilot, of course, right? But yeah, technically he's a career as well too, right? right. So yeah, um, he runs into a meteor shower. Um, of course, you know, one of the meteors, what he what he rocks or whatever, uh, hits the ship. Ship crashes, and we learn that it's on Earth because you know once we see that title card, you know, at the bottom, million years ago, and I'm like, right. oh god, really. No, sorry, million years ago on Earth, and then they like dissolve everything and leave Earth at the bottom. I'm like, really, movie? Like, like, oh, oh, oh gosh, man! Like, oh gosh, you don't read it, spell it for us, man. Jesus, yeah. right? But anyway, so yeah, he's 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 alive now. Um, you know, he he's running one supply on supply. Sorry, he have a particular gun. I'll talk about that gun too. Um, and you know, yeah, a few other a, things. A massive gun. Yeah. yeah. I'll talk about that gun, right? Yeah. Um, but actually there's a survivor of, of that crash, right? And it just so happens to be this girl. Um, but she's speaking in this foreign language. I, I assume it's um it's right. invented for the show itself, right? Right. So, well, I, yeah, think, right. Um, I think what happens is that they, they have a well a universal translator breakdown. Like usually Star Trek, you know, universal translator. Yeah, yeah, and, and, well, he actually, he actually says, you know, my 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 translator broke, right? So he can't understand what she's saying, right? Right. So yeah, you know, we we, we get that Joe and 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 Ellie is L, right? Yeah, Joe Joe and Ellie thing, you know, Joel yeah. and Ellie's thing, basically from um from the Last of Us, where it's like, yeah, you know, what I mean, you're you're like my surrogate daughter here, and we have to survive because there's dinosaurs about, but we need to get from you know from where we are to where you know um you know remnants of the ship is because you know there's an escape pod that we could go there and we could we could fly out right but here's a catch though because of the of the setting of you know this this particular scenario uh yeah you know the the ice age or i should say is the ice age right the beginning of the no, ice no, age about the cretaceous period well cretaceous period sorry right, right, right. ice age is our time Right, right, right. Where, 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 where essentially, yeah, this this large meter, the same meter from before, is going to crash land now and just pretty much wipe out pretty much right. everything, right? In its, you know, area, right? And I'll right. stop there, right? So it's presumed that he's somewhere in Mexico, right? Well, where Mexico is now. God, that is where the meteor hit. In oh, oh, okay, okay. That yeah, well, that I did not know. That that I did Yucatan, not know. Yeah. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I remember that term. Yeah, right. So, <clears throat> if you don't mind, right, I, I do, I'll just do... Just, just my review of it, right? And yeah. I, I, I can see I got to get into spoilers, right? So here's the thing, right? Um, on paper, this is a pretty solid pitch, right? Again, you have yeah. a bankable star, and, you know, he's doing this, right? But the moment I saw that runtime of 93 minutes, I was like, yeah. wait, no, so, so short, boy. Yeah, yeah. And that is just one of the many problems with this show, boy, right? So to be fair, right, this is not like the worst thing ever made. You could tell that they put effort into it. And, but, uh, all right, so so the things that are wrong with, well, just to get it good out of the way, right? Adam Driver, he's 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 good. He's good for, for the role. He does his stoic thing, but, you know, he's the responsible dad as well, too, and he feels bad because, well, you know, not surprised, not, not, not surprising, his daughter dies, right? But that's off screen, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he feels like a way about it because he wasn't there to take care of her. So, you know, here he has his chance with this this girl, right? This, um, this, this, um, yeah, this, this girl by the name of Core, right? That's, that's the name, right? 
So you get that Last of Us kind of vibe thing going on, right? So um, also too, just this um, other good to get out of the way. Uh, cinematography, not 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 bad. Um, yeah, Sony sign, yeah. not bad. It, yeah. it look fine for what it is, right? Yeah, look good, yeah. Yeah. So just to get to the flaws now, because yeah, there, there there's some flaws in this, right? The, the the major 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 one in this too is just how bland and by the numbers this this premise is though. For yeah. for something like this though, it just goes by so quickly, and then by let me just say an hour or two or even earlier, you kind of forget half of what was going on, right? I'll yep. I'll, I'll give you an example. The show starts with, with Adam and his family, right? On this planet, right? Um, Somaris, I believe the name of it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know right. halfway into the movie, I forgot that that was where the story started, you know? Yeah, because but it's, it's, it's all unimportant, yeah. Exactly, because they could have just easily show you that they are indeed on this planet. Instead of just giving me, you know, a title card, see that, oh, we're on this planet, and here we're on this, not even a beach, but just like this rocky area, but you see like a, like a, like a, um, a pond basically, where, you know, Adam, um, Adam's character, and, you know, well, the, the, the three people are there, basically, right? The family, right? Yeah. But yeah, you could assume more of that because in my mind, right? And I can, I, I wish that I'd stayed focused on this, but because of how bland the show was, I couldn't help it. I honestly thought at a point in time later on in the show that they were on Earth initially, you know. And I okay. thought that when the whole meter shower thing take place at the crash land, I thought that was some kind of weird time loop thing that they was going on. Here's the reason why I thought so, right? Because I erroneously assumed that, you know, when uh, upon seeing the, um, the, the dinosaurs themselves, right? I thought that at least... Adam's character would have known what they were, you know? Like, right. that, that's why I made the joke on Facebook. I said, like, um, in Jeopardy, contestant, like, manner, what are dinosaurs? Like, nobody brings up the word dinosaurs at yeah, all in I the mean, show, though, you know? Yeah, because it's not, I mean, the word dinosaur is our word. So it's not from Earth or wherever it is. Like, it, in fact, it's probably not even in their evolutionary history at all. That's why I don't really mind. It's an alien planet as far as they're concerned. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. but 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 because yeah, but, it didn't establish things well enough, I honestly, honestly forgot that he was on a different planet to begin with. Right. Right. So that that that's one thing. Um. Also, uh, no no disrespect to the writers slash directors, way, but this thing looked cheap, boy. This thing looked really cheap, and I have this this weird assumption, right? Because earlier this year we got a little song called Plane, right? Which which had uh Mike Coulter, right. Derek right. Butler, right? A little cheap looking film, right? But I'd I'd wait wait to go. This movie here, sixty five, only have four four cast members in it. Everybody yeah, else is just yeah. extras. And then it was kind of weird. It was weird. It was real weird, but you know what I mean. It's small. But because um, it, it it feel like it. I mean, it feel like a COVID film, yeah. So that's why I don't it don't bother me too too much. Okay. Um, all, right, all right. Yeah. It felt like a, a little COVID film at times. At yeah. times. Right. Um, yeah, but it it's just so small scale enough for something like this, right? So yeah, I'm just watching this, and and you you really see it, unfortunately, with the creature effects, right? Now, I understand they they are not going, they're not trying to follow the the Jurassic Park route and give us raptors and T Rexes, even though you yeah. see that you get yeah, more, you know. That's that one thing I felt like they should have done. What I felt they should have done is try to make the effort to do make dinosaurs more. Okay, so <laughs> this is one of the problems with that, right? Uh, yeah, dinosaurs don't look like that, right? So like I don't know why yeah. they did that though. So I don't know why they could, but then that's again, how we associate dinosaurs with these days, right? Well, yeah, you know, but that's the problem too. But that's the problem too is that dinosaurs not a dangerous either. Like they ain't as dangerous. They can't be. They could basically need to make them the xenomorphs, right? Um, mm. but if it was a guy just in the wilderness, that would have been much more interesting because it's still had predators and creatures that was dangerous. So they could have fight yeah. up and try to do that. I'm not sure, but yeah, 
Well, well, yeah. to be to the to the show's credit, they they do have like these these creepy looking bugs. Like one in particular, one one moment that really really like um, had an effect on me was one that went into the girl's mouth though, and like yeah. was like sucking her through the tongue. Like that should look creepy yeah. AF too. Like I won't yeah. like that was that 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 moment like like stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. But everything else was just like been there, seen that. If you've seen a Jurassic Park movie, if you saw a Jurassic World movie. Right. Yeah, none of it works, right? Um, one, yeah. one, one, one big moment, uh, moment in particular, right? Which I'll, which I'll, which I'll, I'll which kind of explains what I'm talking about, right? Um, you saw it in the trailer. We had just seen this alarm going off, right? Real, real alien, like the first alien, you know, the beep, 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 and it just keeps increasing, right? Yeah. And they in a cave, and there's a waterfall, and they all thinking that this this threat is coming from inside the cave, but no, obviously, duh, it's coming from outside, right? And you see the T-Rex. You don't even see much of the T-Rex at this point. You just see, like, a lightning flash. I see the, the T-Rex roar, and it just run inside, and, like, the, the, the whole tension just goes now, because there's nothing, you know, the T-Rex is chasing them or whatever. It just it just kind of stops after a few seconds, right? right? And that's another thing. Like, there was, like, while there was trying to build tension but i didn't really feel it that much because it was just so by the numbers it's just stuff you've seen before right um i will give them credit for the whole bugs thing but like if you saw um king kong that's the you know peter jackson right. version or even skull island yeah i mean that that that's familiar shit right um as i say last of us I felt that there was a missed opportunity to just develop in that relationship between uh, Mills and Core, right? It just yeah. kind of came off us. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, water, drinks of water. Don't do this, right. don't do that, right? And she's trying to communicate with him, but, you know, it's that kind of thing. Again, been there, seen that before, but it, it, do, it, it just kind of goes as far as, okay, we just need to survive that. So there's no, like, real bond that, like, right. like again, just going back to the whole, you know, father-daughter thing, right? And speaking of that too, right? While I admire the effort in trying to make things feel emotional and whatnot, um, it's not that it don't work at all, but it's just that I didn't really feel it. I felt like it was just, it, it just took itself way too seriously, right? For right. something that is primarily pulpy, right? And I felt like, yeah, a lot of people will see this. It could have leaned a little bit more on the pulpiness of it, right? I'm not expecting it to be campy and, you know, over the top and silly. Like, I, I'm not asking for back to feel it, right? right? But just something where you could kind of have fun with the premise, boy. But this one was just like, all right, well, we need to really stress in here about how bad Mills is feeling because his daughter died and we have this yeah, montage. They, to get, they make it with too serious. Yeah. Sick. I, just, I just feel like, all right, I, yeah. I, I get it, Dredd, but what is, two okay. minutes, you know, like, like, what's your runtime? You, you, you're just stopping the show to make me feel that kind of way, like, bro, right. what's your you runtime now? You know? Yeah, so what does it feel like to me? It feel like a mixer. So this is a quick explanation. So there was a show that felt like a, a 70 sci-fi. It feel like a 70 sci-fi, but they updated with modern special effects. Except that was good. Raised by Wolves, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good world builders. Season two was a little aimless, but mm. still good. Uh, but this now is like, is it really feel like a old, like one of those old seventy sci fi movies that have a real depressing ending, or supposed to be like a real cool premise based on science fiction that we already know? And it mm. really feel like something that a script that come out on marbles since yeah, the nineteen seventies, yeah. and they decide to do now. They decide, all right, well, let's just get a script and do it and buy script or whatever it is, like literally like a 50-year-old script or something like that. Because what's kind of bothersome for me is like, all right, Jurassic Park has a certain aesthetic for dinosaurs, but I kind of have no excuse to keep doing the, the, that, that inaccurate version of dinosaurs in uh, now, because we know dinosaurs don't look like that. Even Jurassic Park, when, when Crichton wrote it, told people, yeah, dinosaurs are not supposed to look like this. Like, 
The whole mm. point is to sell. So why these are dinosaurs looking like this naturally? That's my that listen. It, I don't it don't break a movie for me because I get it. You have to use the shorthand for what dinosaurs look like. Everybody think about Jurassic Park. There's the audience, but I find it gonna make an effort and really make it a good world in the story, right? So dinosaurs not big giant hulking monsters, but they more look like uh like wolves. Like they're dangerous mm. still, you know. Dinosaurs still dangerous and would have fucked you up, you know. But you could have make them make make the effort to have it look more realistic. If it was if this was more scientifically accurate, I'd, I'd at least appreciate it. Because like clearly, well, another I'm gonna mention another movie that they're trying to well, they're kind of trying to go for, but not the same. But it kind of reminds me of a similar conceit. Uh, Will Smith shit tongue movie and he brought up with the son uh, after it. Um, oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You know, as, as as it crashed down on Earth, and you know, he was he was yeah. the, um, the whole distress signal thing. I was thinking about after Earth. Yeah, exactly. And so, so as I said, it's a sh- this is one of those things that just it, it the execution is just kind of bad across the board. Even though, yes, you mentioned it's a pretty good premise. It's a shame that they cannot get more talent to do it. You know, and that's the problem. Across the board, a lot of it doesn't work. Mostly the script. They just they kind of punch up the characterization, punch up this, punch up that. I didn't really care for the action because it's like, all right, well, dinosaurs don't look like that. I couldn't get into it. You know. I mean, if yeah. if if that if if that don't bother you. And again, because of the pulpy nature of it, it's supposed to look like, you know, uh, again, a John Carter storyline. Because same thing, same problem I had with John Carter. I couldn't get into John Carter because I know Mars doesn't look like that. Right. You have, okay. to, you have, to, you have to justify why Mars looking like that. And they didn't really do that. They just say, no, it's pulpiness. This is what people thought Mars used to look like. Or at least the writer, the author said or speculated what Mars looked like. It had kingdoms and all that bullshit. Clearly don't have that. But like whatever. And yeah. it's the same problem. Uh, they just basically make a pulpy earth. Right, because it yeah. really feel like an old science fiction. But yeah, right, right. Well, there's just just couple things, couple right. Be, be, before we get to your thoughts, right? Um, the, I I I can't believe I even going to see this right now. It might seem like blasphemy for somebody who's into sci-fi like you. Um, this felt really low tech, though. You know what I mean? And this is where right. I'll talk about the man uh, about about the gun. Yes, I have to talk about weaponry. This, um. On paper, I like the idea of this, you know, this high-tech, you know, shotgun, right? That's essentially where it is, right? Yeah. But, like, when you see it in action, boy, it just feels so cheap. It just feels like, yeah. you it's know, it, 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 it looks like a prop, right? Cheap you know, to the, prop. Yeah, boy. I just yeah. watch this thing and you see an Adam, like, just, you know, going blah, blah, blah. And you're like, like, this really, so, None of this has no effect. You're like, literally, so it get, has no effect. Get, you know what I mean? I get what he was going for there because it's supposed, as I say, I call it a Mass Effect gun now. Like, it's, it's just, it's supposed to be light and, and convenient and it's supposed to look plasticky because mm. it's advanced ceramics or whatever it is they're using for it. But again, you know, effects is effects versus reality, and what is how you feel about that. Now, in this case, you're supposed to hype up the effects, make it feel thumpy and hard, and and it's yes. kind of thing. It's supposed, yeah, like, it's like, like aliens, for example. Think right. aliens and like the weapons they had there, yeah. like you know, something like that. Now, no, you get this, 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 this shotgun that uh, it really yeah. didn't much for me when I see it. Yeah, it's, but it's supposed to be it's yeah. supposed to be a light gun. Like, the idea is more like I think of it as a a, a, a hunter's rifle, it's just a light hunter's rifle that you're walking around with. But it could shoot shotty shots and it's just a sci-fi hunting rifle. It's just at the time I didn't bother me too too much. But again, right. it's a right. total Mass Effect gun. But Mass Effect yeah. Andromeda. That kind of gun. Yeah, and, and even had little bombs too. And like when you see it in action, like, all right, well, okay. Eh. As I said, <laughs> it this this wouldn't have been a problem if it was more if it had went for a more scientifically accurate aspect of Earth's history. If they did that right and it was more him just having to survive the ancient wilderness, that would have been fine. Because it was yeah, a and, and they had the perfect setup too with him coming from another 
planet. Right. All of that would have been. Yeah. Fine. Right. But because um, they, have to, they have to do, we have to turn dinosaurs into xenomorphs, and they have to make the dinosaurs like Jurassic Park. That's why I was, I was, I didn't care for it because, like, yeah, T. Rexes didn't look like that. Sorry. Yeah. You know, yeah. They were more feathery and more colorful and eh. Yeah, so so I'll, I'll close up with with, with thoughts with this, right? Um, I, I see where they where they get and what they do, but yeah. unfortunately, it just kind of comes off like a like a much more polished sci-fi, you know, as in the station um, movie yep. of the week, right? It just yep. kind of feels like That's that, exactly right? Where yeah, and you right, like some some of you watch other Saturday night. It's so funny, guy actually watch this movie on a Saturday night, right? Yeah. It, it it just feels so low budget though and low tech, like surprisingly so though. Even though yeah. I know they pump like what forty five million or forty million into this though, well, it still I look mean, like I, I get the feeling they spend they spend most of the money on probably Adam Driver. Just getting Adam Driver. <laughs> that's, that's, ha- that's, yeah, yeah, had to be, boy. And yeah. yeah, I mean it explains why there's only four people in this cast. Though, you know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, I am so glad I watched this in my house. I am glad I did not see this in theaters though, because I'd walk out just forgetting the show. And even though as I watch it home, I I kind of forget it about it right now, right? Yeah. So rated wise, um, very 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 like two and a half out of five. Uh, see yeah. it if you want to, um, if you have nothing better to do on a Friday or Saturday night, because yeah, essentially that's what the show is designed for. If you have nothing to do on a on a on a on a weekend night. Yeah, watch it, man. But I really do imagine, don't expect you, sorry, to remember this, you know, um, hours after seeing this, man. It, right. it was just so bland and forgettable. But yeah, Ricardo, your thoughts, you could get spoilery. Tell me what work and what do work. And yeah, uh, I, I, didn't get, I, I wasn't too mad about it because I wasn't invested, to be honest. Like, it was just fine. Um, as I said, it, it, it's a shame that they couldn't just, like, you know, make the better effort and, and sort it out um, in terms of, like, certain ideas and conceits. That's just me, but as I said, if you if you could do, if they, they try to make it a more grounded affair and make it more like personable instead of an action movie and try to do the action shocky thing, I felt it could have worked. That's just my, my, my kind of Monday morning quarterbacking about it. But I I, I was um I, I it's a it's a real shame because it could have made it more interesting. It could have made it contemplative. Without a lot of sci-fi, it's like that. And look, it'll be long in theaters. Like there's some shit you put on Netflix. Sorry. Um, you know, I know. Now I know I hyping up Netflix. I just hype up Netflix just now. But Netflix is also the place you you, you do the dumping wrong stuff for this kind of stuff, right? Same thing with um Anthony Mackie. I have like a, a show, some a couple sci fi himself. That kind of stuff, right? Like it's good. And you would, but if you saw it home on on Netflix, it would have been fine. It don't be mm. long in theaters at all. Like sorry, theaters is a spectacle. Theaters to make it look good. This then these. I don't know why why they decided to do that. But whatever. Money. Yeah, it, and I get it. Just reminds me, of like, like, like playing. You know, playing yeah. was in theaters for weeks, but like when I saw it for myself, I was like, well, I didn't review it, but you yeah. know, when I saw it for myself, like, yeah, I, I'm glad I watched this shit home, Drew. Like, look at yeah. this. Ooh. You know? Exactly. But, and yeah, so that's how I feel about it. I'm written like a five out of ten, maybe a six, like a five. I'll say a five. Um, it, it's something that that just I felt this should have just made the better effort in sorting out. That was my main main come main concern. Like I just had a big big problem with just saying. Right, why does it doing it like this? And why does it this they could have sort this out? And why they couldn't um do you know again, it still bothered me, but the hell out of me that they couldn't um you know, just make it a much more accurate conceit given the, the sci fi thing. But whatever, I, I didn't bother me too much moving on and it's just I, because I didn't invest myself in it too much, I watch it, it take up my time, but I don't feel like I waste my time. And look, I'll admit I didn't pay too too much attention to it because I was doing other stuff while watching it. Like it was just the on the other monitor. Oh wow! I wasn't paying too much attention, to be honest. Um, oh. but I was just watching it and saying, "All right, okay, I'll kind of follow it." Because yeah, you're right. A lot doesn't happen. It just, you know, 
I, I could have followed it. I could have, I could have, actually, I could have skimmed through it and, and, and still followed the plot for where it was. I didn't miss anything. And every time like I was slightly some question, I was confused about it. I just glide back and it answered really relatively quick for me. And like, yeah, everything I need to know, I needed to know. And I, I, I couldn't get into the mood or anything like that. Should I have gone to theater to see it? No, but, you know, um, it might have, might have improved things maybe. I ain't sure. But that's about it. Um, yeah. <sighs> Five. Next. All right, so to close things off, let's talk about Super Mario Brothers. Yes, we're gonna talk about the two Super Mario Brothers movies, right? Yeah. Um, we're more gonna lean on the Super Mario Brothers movie. That's the the recently yeah. released um, animated you know film from Universal and Illumination, right? But yeah. we have to talk about the, the 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 OG film, man. You know, because which, by the way, will be celebrating its 30th anniversary this year, right? Um, which I think, you know, the release of this film is, I, I, I mean, it's, it's clearly well intent, it's clearly intentional that this will come out on the you know same year. Well, you know, the 30th anniversary of the original movie, right? But you know, so before we get to the to the to the present, now you know we have to talk about the past, right? I know it's so funny that you know we just covered sixty five, right? Because yeah, you know we have to mention them dinosaurs as well in this one, right? So a little you know backstory before we jump into. And by the way, it's not going to be like a full review of the original Super Mario Brothers, right? It's just, no, just kind of looking at it now and see yeah. what 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 kind of works but really what doesn't work right so no i i don't have time to to run through the whole premise of this i mean because we already have the new one to talk about right but yeah but a uh, little, little backstory right so for me right um when it comes to super mario brothers right um while i didn't have a console at the time prior to this film coming out um where i was like playing that game all the time right i knew about the game right i knew yeah. you know a few friends who had nintendo so i used to go by them and play the game right so yeah when, when you're young and you're growing up and you're in primary school of course you, you know what mario brothers is right so yeah um and while i wasn't over the moon by it it was still an amazing game back then it was just so fun and so addictive right and then of course i mean it's the music is the music that ropes you in it's so addictive and just so delightful right and then of course just the character of, of, of mario himself and just the jumping and the boing boing it's just something so in, um charming about that right so i mean of course i mean it was it was it, you know it, it was a huge deal you know back in the days right but I will never forget back in 93, right? Much to my surprise, right? When I saw the TV spot for Super Mario Brothers. And I heard CC in the music factory in the background, you know, I got the right. power. Or, uh, well, uh, uh, yeah, well, for now, let me just see that's the title of the song, right? And I'm seeing John Legazamo. I'm seeing Bob Hoskins, who I saw years ago in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. By right. the way, that's actually the first film that I saw in theaters, you know, fun fact, right? But right. yeah, and but it was nothing about this. Nothing about it looked like and Mario. felt like Super Mario Brothers, right? right? And this is before I even like knew the concept of what made a bad movie, right? I just sort of saw it and just said, no, this is not the Mario Brothers that I know. And I just never watched it, right? And I just had this thing from that from from that point for a few years when it came to live action video game adaptations. Because yes, this actually is the first video game you know live action video game adaptation, right? And then you know next well the following year there will be Double Dragon, which I still have not seen. Right, that's there was what Street Fighter, which right. I waited a few years until it came out on CCN TV Six, and I watched it. 
And yes, it deserves the right of, you know, cult classic. Yes, it's stupid as hell, but it can afford to watch it. I'll, I'll admit, right? But it's when Mortal Kombat came out in 95. That was like, oh, okay, yeah. okay. Now the, now, now the gates really open here, right? Unfortunately, if I mean, if you saw my, if you heard my review of Mortal Kombat, yeah, I didn't even get to see it when it came out in theaters back in 95. I had to wait till somebody got uh, till it came out on VHS and then I watched it, right? But anyway, point is, even back in 93, I knew something was up with this Super Mario Brothers film, right? So it took me years, 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 years to, for me to actually sit down and watch this thing, right? I had already heard people, um, see people rip it apart, you know, on YouTube and whatnot, right? But when I sat down and watched this thing for myself, I was just amazed at how bizarre it was. Yeah. Eh? And even looking at it, to, you know, because I actually watched it the day before, watching, you know, the new film. It's still a really weird film, you know? I mean, yeah. I, I, I watch weird shit ever so often. I watch bizarre shit ever so often. But as long as it, it telling a story and making a point, right? This just felt like it was trying to force a certain style, a certain genre right. onto something that didn't need to, you know. It, it just it was like um it was like, it was like mixing oil and water, and it just didn't mix it all, right? So you're trying to mix dystopian, um, cyberpunk, sci-fi yeah. it's with clearly clearly they're trying to blame it on something, right? Exactly with a cheerful happy you know fun video game it, it it just doesn't work though you know what i mean yeah. i like i i i mean like i should i should i should have actually like you know did some digging up and watch interviews and just read up just just the, the production um detail and just just how this this film came to be now but yeah. Just, just to close things up before we get to your thoughts on well just how you got into the show in the first place right um I really feel it it just ties back and I mean this was the beginning of it, right? Where yeah, it's the big problem when it comes to video game to film adaptations. It's a video game, so you know there's little to no story here, but you know you want to translate it into film, so we kinda have to create something. We have to create a scenario yep. for it yep. to make sense. So we can't just have plumbers, you know, doing all this stuff. And with dinosaurs and this, that, 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 and third, we have to kind of justify all this. So we need to create the scenario and explain how these characters would end up being in a world like this. But even still, it just doesn't work because yeah. the genres just don't mix at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll, I, I, and it's only after the fact that I realized that the directors, you know, Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankil, they were the ones who actually work on, you know, Max Headroom. But right. still, like, I mean, yes, that's cyberpunk and all that kind of stuff, but why would you have, why would you incorporate that into Mario Brothers? Is it because it's a video game and it's supposed to be, like, representative of, like, you know, the the the, the technical world or whatever it is? It just, the more I think about it, dude, the more it makes no sense, Dredd. I, I, you know, I, that's all I could see at this point. But yeah, Ricardo, um, you could touch on how you got into the show in the first place and, yeah, what you thought about it back then and, and now. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I grew up with Mario, a big Mario fan. I had a I had a Nintendo since you know I don't know I was five or whatever it is. Uh, I I didn't have a super I didn't get a Super Nintendo until later, but I had friends who had a Super Nintendo. So I had one buddy who had one and another friend from school had a Super Nintendo, and he lived close to home. So it's between their two houses. I used to just go and play a bunch of Super Nintendo stuff. Um, so you're you're reasonably familiar with um. With you know Mario as it is, so I, and I played all the Mario games up until that point, so I, probably the exception of Doctor Mario, right? 
Uh, nice. So one, most familiar. Two, played a lot. And then three is probably my favorite in the franchise. And then Super Mario World, right? Uh, all of those will go great. And yeah, so you're familiar with enough of the Mario World and thinking up until that point. And then I was, um, well, remember a little something called the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Familiar with that as well. I was on EVM. Uh, you know, so you had a sense of what live action Mario should, should look like, right? Um, the actor Lou Albino, um, that's how I used to think about it. So then when the actual movie come out, I'm like, what is this? It's so weird. But so my, my kind of personal history with the movie, I remember going to see this in theaters at the time. This was what, 93? And I went to, um, I remember again, until we, we, we traveled. We just went, my dad and mom carried me. And we traveled and we got into an accident. We maxi got into an accident at the time. And we had to take another uh, maxi. And I can't remember when we went to Globe in Port of Spain because Port of Spain was the only theater showing it. That was kind of the whole weird thing about it uh, at the time. And it doubled with Sister Act. Well, Sister Act, I think, came out the year before. And so, mm. you know, they just needed to double it with something. And I swear we were going to be late because of the accident. But Sister Act showed first. And I was so, that was like kind of weird because, like, wait, it is always showing the new movie first, which is the red flag. In retrospect, mm-hmm. that's the red flag. That means the movie sucks. <laughs> that was the sad, the sad part. It's like, no, we, we, we need to get keep people attentive instead of, instead of getting people to walk out in the middle of the theater. And, you know, especially without buying concessions, right? Uh, but, yeah, I was super hyped to see it. Um, I can't remember what theater I saw in it. It was Globe. And what other theaters was in, um, in Tingboy? I think Deluxe, probably. I don't really show going on. But I think it's either that or Deluxe. One of them. And went to see it. And... I had no idea what the hell was going on. Like, none of it made sense. That is weird thing about ancient uh, meteor split the world into two dimensions. And it's just a weird bullshit that this girl, Daisy, come from the world running. And it's, all right, it's, and they're doing the Esekai thing. That makes sense. Like, Mario's Esekai, you know. You know, it's it's Brooklyn Esekai, right? Yeah, the guy getting transported to the world. Yeah, the, the, the plumbers, guys from Brooklyn. Like, I get that part. But everything else was just total, like, they made a bunch of weird choices. Like, they have Big Bertha in it. And it's like, oh yeah, Big Bertha the fish, but it's a big black woman for some reason. And then, like, she have jet boots and that is how they could jump high. Like, they're trying to do this whole groundedness bullshit. It, and I'm like, yeah, you don't need to do that. You know, just make it a complete fantasy and done. Like, you don't need to sci-fi it up in that way. And that was a mistake. Like, they try to explain it. Like, you know, that was in the 90s, right? The 90s was the obsession. Try to, you know, either you go completely zany goofy or you try to get obsession with explaining how something can actually work. And you're like, no, for Mario, you don't need to do that. Don't, don't try to explain. Right? You're not Christopher Nolan, right? Don't, don't try to explain. And uh, that's how I felt about it. Um, it's a very bizarre piece of work. And there's very little for me to like it. And then on top of that, they, they, they had the goal to like do a, um, what do you call it, boy? A, a, a teaser. Like this kind of cliffhanger bullshit with the ending. Like, yeah, we, we don't get a sequel, guys. Stop it. Uh, so I'll see it is, you know, uh, I didn't want to interrupt what you were saying there. Yes, I am familiar with the Super Brother, Super Mario Brothers Super Show, right? I was right. a fan of that, right? So yeah, um, seeing that now and then seeing this this cyberpunk version, you know, just made no sense, right? But just just to get the good out of the way, right? Um, as you mentioned, Bob Hoskin, right? Yes, he was drunk throughout the majority of the shoot, but yes, right. safety goes to John as well, right? Um, Bob is the best thing about this whole show, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And it helps because, you know, he, he just bought mainly drawing of the American accent that he used from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but, you know, right. more in a Brooklynese kind of way, right? right? I know he's he's, he's charming. I mean, I, Bob Hoskins, right? I mean, so uh, thing, eh? you know, I like, I like John, Lennon, right? 
I like John Leguizamo in this, right? But what bothered the hell out of me is like, yeah, no mustache. He's like, and Mario and Luigi's have a mustache too. Like, well, true, true. But, but remember, remember, he's younger. Remember, he's supposed to be way younger than, than Mario, right? Well, that's, but, what um, that's what they say, but I never get that at all. Like, it, they're supposed to be like, I always thought Mario and Luigi were twins, you know, like for ages, you know. Right. Yeah, at, at that yeah. point in time, because, like, again, it's the same sprite in the video game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only until Mario 2, then you, you see, oh, well, Luigi kind of taller and lankier, and he have a different mechanism. It's like, all right, he could be a different person. And then the super show have two different actors who don't look like each other at all. And he's right. still last year. So that was like the, the conceit now. But if you play Mario 3 and uh, Mario 1 and Mario 3, and that was the two games I was most familiar with. Because I, I didn't have, I didn't own Mario 2. I borrowed Mario 2 from a friend. I play Mario 2 after Mario 3. So I was like, okay. wait, why is Luigi looking so much different? Uh, so, you know, it's just at the time now. Like, where well, So yeah, Luigi, yeah. I thought oh, Luigi was a weird call. And then they try to make some relationship with him and the princess. Oh, and it's not Peach in this, it's Daisy. I'm like, oh, but Daisy, not the, yeah. Daisy not from the Game Boy game? Like, why do you use Daisy? That's a weird now. Hey, whatever. I, 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 I yeah. feel it's something as simple as, okay, do we really want to call Samantha Mattis Peach in this film? Right. Do we really want to call her Peach? No, nah, let's call right. her Daisy because remember, right. she's a human being in Brooklyn. Right. So it would make sense right. to call her that, right? It's, is is these dumb calls, right? But whatever, right? Um, John Leguizamo, he's fine though. Is the yeah. sort of childlike mannerisms he have? This sort of boyish thing was a little, little greedy on me, you know. Especially like, oh, you know me, like, oh wow, and this how wow and wow and all that kind yeah. of stuff he is, right? But you know, in relation to to Mario, right? Well, Bob, it works, right? Um, speaking of which, um, that whole what's his surname thing is so cringe. Oh, what's yeah. his surname? Mario. Yeah, his name is Mario. Mario, I mean, what the fuck, man, really? Um, yeah. speaking of cringe, though, um, Dennis Hopper, right? You know, God yeah, bless him, RIP, right? As, as, as you know, the, the, the Donald Trump version of King Cooper, yeah, right. he was right. terrible in this, right? And yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's common knowledge now, yeah, he hated working on that on a um shoot, right? To the yeah. point that there was actually a moment where he like cussed all the um the directors for like three hours straight, right? like right. he just did not care, right? You know what I mean? But I won't lie, he committed to the performance, eh? Because when you yeah. see him on screen, yeah, you he he is having a blast on screen, right? I'll give it that, right? He has some, like, weird bars, like you talk about, you know what I love about mud? It's dirty and clean at the same time, right? And there's a moment where he's trying to, like, hit on these. He called it, oh, you're so fresh and clean. Now I wonder if, if I'll cast it, watch this one day. Yeah. I came up with the idea of so fresh, so clean. It was it was just weird, though. You know, that this who he is. No, so he's like this dictator guy, right? but he, he, oh, yeah, monkey, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> that was actually funny. He had, he had, he had, he actually has some funny bars in this, right? Yeah. But yeah, um, and it's just who he was. So he's like this dictator guy. But this is running thing about oh, he turned the original king. Uh, well, the king, right? That's into what they call it, right? Right. In, into well, not, not so, in, in, into fungus with fungus, these mushroom right, things right. coming out, right? And I just but, tried the mushroom thing, so that's why everything is mushrooms, right? Like, okay, but so but watching it, no, right? Watching it, no. Why do you understand, right? Is that the, this actual room that he have in his in his crib, right? Yeah. Where you see like this. God awful, nasty looking kind of Goopner, which is the fungus, him, yeah. which is the king, right? Yeah. But like in different areas of the of oh, what's well, the name of the place, like? Yeah, of of um, what what we call the name of the place? Well, well, is like a like a new version of um, all right, Dino Hatton, that's the name of it, right? Right. You're seeing fungus hanging around in certain spots, so like right. How that get across there? How I I don't understand. But no, that's the idea. The idea is that the, the fungus spread and grow, blah blah blah. But like again, that was a weird like 
justifying of breaking down and making it more realistic kind of thing. Like, this is why the mushrooms, because dice on mushrooms is grow apparently. And like, all right, I mean, yeah, but you don't need to explain this. It's, it's sci-fi, you know how to do this. And it, I think it, 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 it does exactly. the whole... It doesn't hold Blade Runner thing, but it's more like a kind of Judge Dredd thing as well, where the city, you could get kicked out of the city, and that is, like, outside the city is desert, and that is how you right. desert land. Yes. Mm. And that is why it's desert land. It's like, okay, again, this, again, way too postmodern reinterpretation of the material. That is why it don't yeah, work like, at there's all. Yeah, no, like, there's no need for it, though. Um, it, it, uh, uh, speaking of no need, right? Because we touched on Cooper already. Um, just recontextualizing the, some of the, the famous characters, non-human characters, into human beings. So you mentioned right. Big Buta already. So why? Because the name is Buta. Oh, it had to be a fat black woman. You, you, right. All this serious. All this serious. And Big um, Buta is in the game. Big Buta is a fish. fish. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So because the name is Big Buta, it had to be a fat woman, a fat black woman. Like all this serious. Like, but yeah, then you know, it's the nineties, right? So yeah. you know, we, we still go with eighties humor, right? Eighties fat jokes, right? Whatever, right? Okay. Um, the the oddest choice for me though is Toad, but like. You imagine right, Toad as this this he's he's a guy who was playing the guitar, you know, the street musician thing. Right. And right. he got captured because he was he was spreading anti Cooper propaganda right. at the tournament of Goomba. Speaking of the Goombas though, the yeah. first few instances where you see the Goombas, they look bizarre AF. Terrible. But the thing. more you see of them though, they're the funniest shit ever. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I think it's that one, the toad version of the Goomba. Though. There's a moment where you see him come and, and bring, because of course, you know, Princess Daisy get kidnapped, right? And he bring like food further. And you just have this look in the face. It's the look that is the face that's having going though. And yeah. like, duh, duh. like yeah, <laughs> it's just it so was. weird, but funny though. And listen, like, this this a, 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 a one another reason why the show don't work at all, right? The tonal inconsistency, right? Yeah. So they're going for dark, drab, Blade Runner, cyberpunk world, right? But you want to give me whimsical music from Alan um, Silvestri that yeah, sounded probably. almost like what John Williams did for the Home Alone scores. You know, that 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 boisterous, you know, orchestra and the horns and the hand, and you give him this in a dystopian world, like, like really, you know? And they really want to sell you at how fun these moments are, right? So as you bring up the whole desert thing, right? There's a moment where you see in Mario and Luigi just walking, just walking in the desert, uh, trying to find a way back home. And you hear this, like, they're just walking, why, why, right? Um. Also speaking of Home Alone, Jed, maybe, maybe it's because it's the early 90s and this is where comedy was going at the time. PG rating comedy was going at the time. It's kind of Three Stooges kind of style of comedy that they yeah, have in yeah. this movie here. So, you know, you hit the characters like boing and all that kind of stuff and you have characters throwing quips at each other back and forth, right? So it's the whole Larry and Moe and whatever yeah. the other guy is thing. And especially see it with um with Iggy and Spike. The way right, how they right. talk to each other. And right, so Barry and Luigi like, like oh, sons, right? Because it's I believe sons? so. I, I believe so. Because their surname is Cooper as well too. I believe right. so, yeah. yeah so but yeah, just... Cooper have a bunch of children. Like, it's about six children or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I you know, eight, eight children or seven children, I forget. But it's like right. a bunch of kids you have, right? All right. All right, right. Is the whole thing. So they, they make it all. Because they clearly pull from. Because Yoshi's in this. So they clearly pull from the Super Mario world. Um, yes, yes. And Super Mario Brothers 3. So I don't know. It's it weird. Yeah, it, it, it's weird, right? And even like the relationship between Mario and Luigi, way how they talk back and forth to each other. Like how yeah. Mario's like, you know, shut up, Luigi, all that kind of stuff, right? It's that tree stool just shit. And I'm like. Yeah. Why in this movie? I don't understand, right? There's few things few, right? Um, 
the action sequences, I mean, they're fine for what it is. You know, the, the, the one running gag is, you know, all these, um, oh gosh, just like all these sparks every time, you know, cars move Right, about yeah, that, that, I hated that. That doesn't make no sense. Like, when the cars was on the rails, like, what? Because that's how yeah. it really evolved. Like, so yeah, and... and, like and, and, and well, yeah, and, and another way they was trying to, to, to work in the game mechanics into the show, you notice, like, nobody f- has guns, right? They have flamethrowers. So right. it's like, oh, you know, like, you know, right. when they, you know, with, he, with, you, know yeah. you do fireflower stuff with the, with the little fireballs. Yeah, let's let's do that, but we have flamethrowers. That, that's, that's, the, that's the excuse, right? And they're like, all right, okay. And the story just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and all this stuff. But but he, he, here's where they really, really lose me, right? So... Daisy have this 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 piece of a meteorite as a pendant, right? Right. So the, the, the big, the big yeah, the, the big the big conceit is that Cooper needs that little piece right to merge to put realms. Into, yeah, well. into the other big into the into the rest of the meteorite, right? To to merge the two worlds together. So this yeah, little right. piece of thing that you need to add to this big thing to merge worlds together. Yeah, nothing about this week any sense. There's, right? a, there's but, a really freaky part. So I forget which character they're supposed to be, but the woman who's I forget her name, but she's the one who get fry in the ending. Um, oh, her. Um, you know who yeah. she is, mate. I forget she is. Um, well, the actress is um uh, Fiona Shaw. She is from. Oh yeah, yeah, um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she yeah she 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 from um Andor and you know yeah um, yeah, yeah 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 you know shows like that right. But yeah, I was surprised to see her in this though. But yeah, her death scene is um. Weird. Yeah, it, 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 it kind of borders on Batman Returns, right? If you remember yes. how Christopher Walker died, when he gets shocked and this the face that he had, it's, yeah. it's like that, but her whole body gets shocked to the point you see that skeleton, but it yeah. like, it pulls onto this rock, though. it look real freaky, Jen, I wore yeah, that yeah. lie, right? But yeah, um, I mean, there's so much more to really say about this, though, but just yeah. at the end of the day, it was just a weird effort in trying to justify, it's, try, it's trying to, Humanize, if you will, right? You know the the no, these, yeah, these, these sprite characters. That's the, what they did. They try to do the um, they try to do the postmodern thing of oh well, we need to make this grounded and ex and explain you know why how this could work and the mechanics of it. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean that's an interesting effort, but unless you're gonna like give it like kind of borderline magical properties, not for Mario to work. Like you have to explain away that. And so either either accept the entire conceit as magic or do some really come up with something more clever to sci-fi, not this half-assed kind of nonsense of. A different world parallel reality it comes yes, yeah yes. It, it, exactly um two two things too right before before you get to your thoughts on the film right um one it's sort of weird looking back at it now that they just didn't make an animated film out of this exactly. and you know it, yeah and you know it's funny that they bring up stuff like see how he brought up um sister actor because yeah. funny enough when i saw sister act right that was back in 92 in theaters uh it was doubled with aladdin right so right. I can understand, you know, Disney being, you know, the the, the big OG, you know, the, the, the head um, animation studio during the early 90s, right? But you couldn't tell me, like, no other studio. Well, I know it's from Hollywood Pictures. You're telling me they couldn't make this entire animated film? I think it would have made much up, yeah. more sense now. And then you didn't yeah. have to go through all this trouble of justifying and making logic out of all these stuff that we know and love from the games, right? Yeah. And last but not least, it's cult status. We have to talk about the cult status just, just, just quickly, right? Um, the funny thing is, like, it's not even, like, in a, in a ironic kind of way or in a mean-spirited kind of way, but it really does have a cult status, right? And looking at it now, it makes sense, because, yeah, it is 
really, really, really weird though. But it's so weird to the point that you have to kind of be, not, not you have to kind of buy the fact that it exists. It's like that, yeah. you know. Yeah, but it's not weird in the sense of it's not weird in the sense of the Mario property because the actual Mario franchise is weird, right? Like it's obviously. But, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, we get that, but you know, it don't match with the, the whole weirdness is that this don't match with the, the games at all. Like, at all. <laughs> like, not even, nothing about it this, this match. Nothing does work or come together particularly well. None of it. Like, none of it. And the only thing that kind of looked like, 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 something from the games was Mario himself. <laughs> like, Bob Hoskins. Yeah, He yeah. looked like Mario. Like, ah, okay. He looking like Mario. Fine. Yeah. That's it. It, it was real weird. Yeah. So so I'll, I'll I'll close this right. Then we get to your thoughts, right? So I understand you know people like Dennis Hopper and Bob Hoskins, you know R.I.P. and even John Leguizamo just kind of turning it back on it. I would have done yeah. that same thing too, because yeah, they were heated just you know everything about the film, right? Do yeah. do production, right? But it being a cult film right now makes a lot of sense, you know. Yeah. So you know it's it's it's, it's just kind of amazing now that you know people will look at this movie now and kind of appreciate the effort, even though it's wasted. But uh, I'll use it. Well, this will be kind of like the hint of what the, what I'll talk about with um, the new film, right? Yeah. I have a feeling that this this new film will have a similar outcome, where you know, I'll, I'll put it like this, right? Where if you were a kid and you saw, like, if I was a kid that I actually like, all right, if I went to see this movie for the first time, right, and I didn't care about whether it related to the games or not, I just wanted to see goofy shit and explosions and whimsical music, right? I probably no, I, it, it was the film. opposite for me because I could make heads or tails of what the hell was going on. Right, right, right. I, yeah. I understand, right? But if 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 I saw it back then and I didn't really know much about films, right? I just watched it. I was just laughing at how goofy it was. I probably would have looked back at it years from now and be like, "What? What the hell was was I on? Like, like what yeah. kind of drugs did my did my parents give me and put in my milk or, or in my Milo <laughs> before I went to see the show? You know what I mean?" So I have a feeling that it may have a sort of a similar outcome, um, you know, similar um, thing with uh, this new movie here, right? Where you'll have a bunch of kids come and see the show and just be wild about all the flashy colors and whatnot. Yeah. But then when you look at it years from now, they'll be like, but where's the story at? And I'll stop yeah, at that I mean, point. I'll stop at that yeah. point and we'll get to that very soon. Yeah. Right. But yeah, uh, Ricardo, just, just thoughts on the film itself. The three Super Mario Bros. Then we'll yeah, move it's a very bunch of incredibly bizarre choices. And and for understanding behind the scenes was real weird. Like it had a bunch of weird shit that went down behind the scenes in terms of money and, and who doing what and why. And it was just a bunch of strange calls. And like yeah, they, they, they had thing with budget and they just had to work around stuff. And they, they couldn't manage the project at all. And it was just a mess. From what I understand, it was just a real mess. Whatever. Uh, so that's about it. Yeah, but but anything you want to say about it? Look at that. Looking back at it now, like, no, 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 is there anything no, no. that you kind of appreciate about it, or is just no, all no, trashy? It's it just fucking weird. Like, it, like it, it's just like yeah, it's, it's not Mario. Like I, I, I listen, listen. I don't try to gatekeep or anything like that. But this just did not feel like Mario Brothers at all at the time. And I, I didn't hate it, you know. It is a weird artifact. It's kind of like Space Jam. Like, oh, this this exists. Like it's just super yeah, yeah, weird. Like like, like like back in the nineties, this happened. Back in you know, it's, so, like it's such a weird. Product of the nineties and a lot of the nineties was just a, a artifact of the eighties. Like it just clearly it could have been an eighties movie or something like that. Now you know, yeah, it's it, like it a, could have been it could have been like a Flash Gordon or something, right? Right, yeah. right. But it's like, well, it's Mario Brothers, and we just decided to do a weird thing with it, and it it just ties it. 
and they just do their own thing and it's so weird and yeah they should make an animated movie back then you know back then they was writing hybrid animated scripts disney was again disney was in the resident period it didn't have to be disney but it could have be i don't know who it could have be to be honest because you know i don't know who was the, uh, who did land before time you know i i was just about to i was just about to ask you that too though um yeah I forget. Know. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's, it's, get, get whoever now. Like, you gotta just push stuff. But Nintendo gets super skittish with the material from there on in. And we didn't really see any Nintendo stuff until um, the, the shitty Adam Sandler movie from a few years back, right? That Pixels movie. Whatever. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Pixels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's about it. But yeah, Nintendo they finally, you know, you know, come out of the shell, so to speak, you know, pun uh-huh. intended. And, you know, they finally putting put themselves out there with this movie. So yeah, like, yeah. try to get, like, diverge into, into the new movie. Yes, so 30 years later, um, you know, right. the kind folks at Universal and Illumination in particular right. decided, yes, let's let's do the Super Mario Brothers movie, right? Um, first trailer dropped, you know, and of course, you know, that's surprising. It's actually the first scene in the movie, you know, which involves, you know, the attack or um, I, I don't even know the name of the place itself. Yeah, but the, it's, it's the Penguins, I forget the name, yeah. Right, right, but it's well, yeah, well, yeah, whatever it is, right? But it's basically Bowser, you know, attacking these penguins, right? And it was funny, right? I mean, seeing it again, they kind of stretched out a little bit more, and it's still fun, right? I just have yeah. one issue, but I'll bring it up in terms of music. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we were we were digging the visuals. We were it was just the mere fact that it really did feel like the games come to life, right? And not just yeah. the treat games, right? But you know, the the two D stuff, you know, the side scrolling stuff that we grew up on, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. No, they they make they make a lot of deep cuts in this one, eh? Like it's a oh, lot. Oh of, yeah, you're right, yeah. And, and rightfully so too, right? And I'm gonna close with this, right? Before because I wanted to do the the um the synopsis for this, right? Uh, of course, you know the big the big controversy was Chris Pratt as Mario. And, oh, he doesn't right. sound like the Mario that we kind of associated with, right? You know why is he sound like Chris Pratt, right? But right. I'm gonna talk about voice acting as well too, right? But yeah, we waste let's let's waste no time. Ricardo taking away what is the Super Mario Brothers movie that to be confused with Super Mario Brothers. What is this movie about? Right. So it's uh, about Mario uh, and Luigi kind of striking out on their own in terms of their own business. So they they're introduced into the storyline with an ad, and I thought this was probably the, the this is probably the height of the show for me. Um, where oh yeah. They, oh yeah. They have, oh yeah. They have an ad, and the ad is referencing the old Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and uh-huh. they talk like the Chris Martinet Mario. Uh, and they make it, they just have the ad, and then basically they strike out on their own. They quit from, um, oh God, what's that character name? But he's an old game character. Um, um they work under this guy, Spike. Uh, Spike, Spike, right? Yeah, yeah. What, what game is he from? Uh, Royal Old, I forget the name of it, but it's like a Royal oh, Old Mark. Oh, I read it? No, it's um, Wrecking Crew. Okay, Wrecking Crew, Tang, right? Yeah, so he from that, and it's a reference to him. He's a he's an antagonist in the days, and they make it work for what it is. And so, yeah, they started with, with Mario having to solve. He, we, Go to meet his family for for dinner. I, I'm gonna mention something later because I only saw it later. But straight up, if you if you know the reference, the one of the uncles is straight up Ouija, right? If you know who Ouija is, it's a reference. There's an old meme on the internet about Luigi. It's like this weird version of Luigi. It's totally a Ouija meme, right? Like one of the okay, uncles. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, all of them really family kind of dogging him out because they spend a lot of money on the ad and people hate the ad except for the mother. And all you know, it's your mother. He's supposed to say that. So they give him like Mario arc. About his father being disappointed in them and whatnot, and um, they, well, they, they get Chris Martinez, I think, to play the voice uh, or the dad, which was great. Um, if I, and then they had um, Chris Martinez also play uh, Jumpman because they have Jumpman in this, which is the original version of Mario and Donkey Kong, which I, I thought mm-hmm. was cool as well. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, but actually, that's why I don't really mind Chris Pratt because they get Martinez to come through. Well, Martinez, I forget how to pronounce his name. Uh, 
And I, I really, I really dug the hell out of that in that, in that sense. Now. But yeah, um, he had to solve a problem that he gone down to 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 fix. Um, apparently, well, New York City is really Brooklyn, the real Brooklyn, but it have a bunch of references to Nintendo shit in the background for some reason. Whatever. Uh, he goes to fix a a big problem, and apparently, Pauline is the mayor of Brooklyn or the like localized local, you know, representing that section of Brooklyn. They had to fix it. And then they get sucked into a pipe and they get sent to the Mushroom Kingdom. And now they had to fix um, stopping Princess Peach. Well, Princess Peach have to stop Bowser from taking over because he have the star. But it's not clear why he need the star or how or what the star is important and why it is he didn't touch the star in the ending. Whatever. That's basically it. It's just Mario now having to, with Peach, having to, he got separated from Luigi. And yeah, that's it. They, 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 they go on to their adventures. Bounce up with Toad. And that's the story. Because there is no story in this. Like, it's yep, that, that's what I'm going to talk about. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and don't worry, so, folks, we're going to keep things spoiler-free, right? You know, right. you mentioned a few little Easter egg things here and there, right? But we, we'll try to and keep things as spoiler-free as possible. It's is, is a shame because I, I I liked it. I really liked it, actually. Right? The more, you know, I, I thought it was actually pretty good. I actually dug it for what it was. And... But they think it was so paper thin and they ran through it and they clearly skewed lower younger than they should have. And that was my kind of my problems with this. Um it I felt they could at least have a, like a 15 to 20 minutes to, to breathe and flow and move smoothly from the the um from beat to beat now because it just felt like a bunch of Mario shorts stitched together in a really clumsy way. So like individually it's good set pieces. But as a film it don't work. It it'll flow particularly well. And I really felt and then the illuminationisms, right? A bunch of really bad needle drops, pointless needle drops. Actually. Oh like, yeah, yeah. We're talking yeah. about the whole music stuff, but yeah, right. them, them needle drops, boy. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's a real shame because okay, and I really felt, I really felt that we should have DreamWorks should have done this instead. Like DreamWorks could have sit down and like give it an arc and give it some characterization and let it breathe a little better. Um, I thought Pratt was fine, but still overall probably one of the weak actors in anything. Um, for you. Uh, but I didn't mind because of how Martinet was utilized. I didn't mind that. Um, in my opinion, Jack Black and Seth Rogen were the standouts. Like, I actually like Seth Rogen in this. I thought I, I, people was, was knocking him, but I, I thought he was good. But Jack Black was the real star of this. I thought he was great. Um, I felt they should have utilized Luigi a little more. Like, instead of him being the, the, the well, effectively the, the, um, the, the damsel in distress, because I know they're gonna, they, they want to move away from the princesses, the woman dancing in distress thing. But whatever. I felt they could have put him in in any in the, in the it, like get him rescued earlier and then have the quartet you know with the four of them now mario luigi princess and peach sorry princess and toad together um as the four quartet now, and make that work as it is but they didn't do that and they that should have been the group dynamic but but instead we got mario and donkey kong which was still good but it's like why is that the the the, 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 the dynamic however um yeah as i said i wish dreamworks did this but it's still okay and solid for me um I was expecting this to be a little better, but it is what it is. And again, it's illumination, so you're going to make money. And if I understand, it doesn't make a ton of cash. Like, it done already $500 million at the time of this recording, or something like that, which is insane, um, you know, for one weekend. It, it doesn't make a $500 million. It's the most expensive, probably it's the best box office for animated series, um, animated movie ever, for I understand. Um, but as, as I say, they clearly gonna build from this and try to go forward and from what i understand nintendo might be playing a long game because illumination was a weak link but illumination is to bring any money because regardless of how you feel about the minions is make money all them things is we close a billion dollars and crossing a billion despicable me crossing a billion they do they, they're making the money so i can't be mad at any of that 
Uh, but yeah, I thought Illumination was a weakling because it was Illumination pulling this whole thing down and very little effort um, in terms of the actual like script and story itself. And it was just basic uh, in that sense. And it worked in terms of catering to the younger audience and catering to the fandom. But they really needed something to stitch it together and make it work for what it is. Uh, and that's how I felt about that. And I really wanted it to be more in the vein of, um, you know, if you know the, 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 the RPG of Mario, Mario games. Like those games are my, some of my favorite games. And I really felt, um, well, I think Nintendo might be, I think they bought up their own animation studio, so they might try to do everything all in-house to, to have a lot more control of what's going on there. Um, but I, I, I felt if we got something more in the vein of the RPG Mario games, like like Super Mario RPG or um, Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door or Mario Luigi Superstar Saga, those games are like my personal favorites in the franchise. Like those are the ones that I, I could keep going back to or enjoy the most, uh, mostly because of the combat, but because of the humor. It's just a really strange upbeat humor that has worked for me. Uh, but this decided to go in more catered to the games and more catered to the more recent Super Mario um, Odyssey type thing because that was like the main plot of that. They do a roughly a similar plot in this. And it felt really rushed. And that is about it. But I didn't hate it. It was pretty good for what it was. It's a shame that they just couldn't make it a better, you know, script. Like just have it tied together a little better. But that is about it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I have to agree with you, man, for the, for the most part, right? Um, I liked it for what it is, but mm-hmm. I wanted to, to, to enjoy it more, man. Um, yeah. and, and really, for, for, for me, the main reason is the story, right? Um, yeah. It was just, yeah, paper tin, right? Because um, first off, like, like I, I applaud it. I have to applaud the effort put into literally creating, or at least putting the viewer into the world of Super Mario, right? I love how well, just to get get the good stuff, right? Um, I love how they incorporate some of the side scrolling and the platform elements yeah, yeah. of the games into this, right? There's because a the great moment the early on. Go on. That first act is great. Like the first yes. act of, is great. Where they, I've got that part where you have to get to the they have to get to the new the client. Right, right, right. That was about to bring up. Yeah, that was yeah. that was excellent in my opinion. Yeah. And yeah. that that needle choice, that that needle drop. Sorry. I I, I, I I fuck with that that was really really good though because right. without spoiling anything it's where they're from and it's the vibe of the song and what it's about right so yeah. it, it fits there right and it works well right um I'll talk about the others later all right yeah so and like when they go into the mushroom kingdom themselves like I, um well you know Mario well Mario actually I'll talk about Luigi a bit too right yeah like I was just loving how they were able to incorporate you know um Oh gosh, the the stars and just uh, incorporated the platforms and just how they yeah. maneuver, like how everybody maneuvers around this kingdom, right? They they even make a joke of of, of how long it takes for um for Toad, you know, who's played by my boy um Keegan uh, Michael Key and yeah. Mario and you know Mario of course played by Chris Pratt, how long it takes for him to get to Princess Peach's castle, right? That was right. like a nice little running gag in this. See like all these numerous nods to the games or what, and that was really yeah. cool, right? Um, I even dug um, little obstacle course thing that 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 uh, that Peach does right, right. Uh, where you know she have to test Mario's witness. So you know she's going through this obstacle course, and yeah, it it very much feels like 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 a level or like a few like yeah. I should say like a bunch of levels just compressed into one big you know obstacle course. Yeah, I I really dug that. I really really dug how they incorporate a lot of elements from the game into the set um into the the, the set pieces themselves, right? Um, the voice acting, for the most part, is solid, right? You know, the, the, the big issue yeah. with, with Chris Pratt. It, well, I don't mind. For me, right? Um, but reason no, as that, I said, this was as a really I said, smart role. What I don't mind about that is because they, they utilize Martinet in a smart way. Like, right. 
they they bring in Martin and then they justify why the voice was the way it was and they made fun of that. Exactly. That was good. Yes. 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 All right. Fine. I, 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 I love what they. I love how they did that early on when they were poking fun at the yeah. what we assume they should sound like. But then yeah. the reality is, well, you know, we're from, from Brooklyn, right? But they have more of a... It's, it's, it's more Brooklynese than Italian-American. Like, right. like the family members, they, they, they are Italian-American, right? But what Chris Pratt and Charlie Day, I forgot to mention Charlie Day, um, he, was, he was shockingly good, though, as, yeah, as Luigi, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah they just adopted this Brooklynese accent. And it, make, it makes sense. It makes sense, yeah. right? Um. Even Doug McGill and your Taylor Joy as as, as Peach, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah she she was, she was she was fine. Um, you know, I, I, I love the um, exuberance that she brought to her voice and whatnot. Um, but the standout for me though is is Jack Black though. Right. He so killed he it as Bowser. Uh-huh. I find I don't think I don't think it's a goddamn coincidence that they timed that episode of Mandalorian with it. Um, I know, right? right. <laughs> they do the same thing because it, it feels like that episode of Mandalorian just feel like a well, everybody call it a full episode, but I just call it a quote or side quest, right? Like straight mm. up what it was. Uh, but the thing is, it totally reminds me of um, Anson Mountain um, when he did when they did Star Trek. So Star Trek premiered, but also um, he was in Doctor Strange and the Multi- and yeah, he was right. in Doctor Strange. Yes, yes, he was. Mm. He, they brought him back, so it's like. That is not a coincidence. That shit is not a coincidence in terms of that time. It does. Yeah. I don't that, think that, so. that's, that's amazing, eh? Like like Hollywood, yeah. so so cool. They could be like, all right, you 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 rival studio. Yeah, you put your show with with which, with star this person, but hey, I can't put my show with star the same person. Eh? But so, I think it, you know, it, to be me, cool. I, well, okay, so this is pure speculation. I have no idea if, the, if this is really like a, a, a they will work together. But to me, it's like no. They just say, look, it's a kind of copacetic agents talk to each other. And they just make it work now. They say, okay, time it, put it there. And they say, hey, you enjoy, you enjoy Jack Black in this episode as a side character. Don't forget to watch the Mario movie. Like, that would really feel. Like, I cannot, I am hard-pressed to think it was a coincidence. Moreover, I just... Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you're probably right. But yeah, he crushed this. Like, the yeah. moments with him had me laughing, right? So there's... Yeah. This is Roddick Gag with him singing a song about peaches, as I'll say. Yeah, you can actually find the song right now on, 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 on YouTube. The video is, is, yeah. is not bad, it's not bad, it's not bad. It's a live action thing, right? But the yeah. song itself is catchy, it's funny yeah. as hell. And because it's Jack Black and he just going for that meatloaf style of, of, of rock ballad yeah. singing, yeah, it totally, totally works too. I was I was cracking up every time he was there, man. And yeah, you know, yeah, he is dog bad for, 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 for Peach. I, yeah. I actually love that as as I could see, like, yes, I just want to marry her. Because well, they, they basically take it. that from um, they take that from the game, yeah, right from Odyssey, the last game. Oh, Odyssey, okay. yeah, okay, okay, I, I I didn't know, I didn't know, right? Yeah, yeah, but but he was great to this, right? So little 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 side stepping for a little bit, right? Um, so even prior to when this movie was released, though, um, I actually follow her on on, on Twitter, right? I know you're not a fan of her, right? What's that? I just want to talk for, for a couple of minutes about Yagil, Grace Randolph. Oh, okay. Uh, the review that she put out. Yeah, so basically she, she, she was one of the first people to come out and see on Twitter before her video came out that this was one of the worst shows she, she ever saw. Okay. And I actually yeah. watched the review of, 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 of it afterwards, right? So she lucky enough, you know, she get to see films, you know, be, um, you know, crit, um, you know, go to critic screenings and see it before Hannah. And then she could do the review before the movie even comes out theatrically, right? So yeah, um she flat out hate the film. She she doesn't yeah, okay. like it at all, right? Yeah. But it, it's it's more but 
is mainly because of the story, right? But just to connect it now to um to Jack Black's character, right? Yeah, she was she was kind of just um too annoyed by the fact that oh your your villain your your main motivation the villain is that he just wants to marry this girl and nothing more. And even she even had an issue with 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 you know Peach being you know um kind of you know um. You know, kind kind of female empowered. You know what I mean, like, right. like that. Well, like yeah, that yeah, exactly. Yeah, and well, the point again that is that even other YouTubers who I who I wouldn't even bother to follow, yeah, they have an issue with what does she see. Like, like I understand it, right? She's feminist, so I understand why she would not like the film. Right? But it like the whole um, Cooper wanted to be with you know wanted to be with Peach, and that's the reason why thing kind of turned off, right? But that's part of it, right? But yeah, real people was like real heating on she because oh you didn't like the film because you don't understand its target audience and blah 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 I, blah, I, blah right? I did like all right, is she opinion okay, right. fine, whatever, right? That's what it is. But for people to 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 comment on what she say about the film, I'm like really like are they are they a tiny waste like that? Are they really want them them um them that ad revenue by or that bad really? Okay, but that being said, right? <clears throat> I could see people because there are people out there, right? There are critics. Oh, yeah, and I imagine fans of the of the franchise too. Yeah, not liking this film at all, right? But really, the main reason, unfortunately, just to get to the negative here, is the lack of story, right? Now, yeah. I was real digging the full sack, right? I was digging where Mario and Luigi were in Brooklyn, what they had to deal with, all that stuff, and you know how they actually get into the Mushroom Kingdom. I actually like that. That's really clever, right? But I felt from that point on, it was just side gag and okay this is this is where we are and this is how we'll just give you like in our we just show you how things work but we're not really gonna and we're just gonna hit you with joke after joke and reference after reference right and you know easter egg after easter egg but we don't really like we don't even want to stop dread to, to to let the film or the story breed right so i was actually surprised that the movie was that short though because i didn't yep. even watch your runtime i see it's only like 92 minutes like really that short like serious Yep. And I felt it because I would say from the second act onwards, I would say from the moment where our characters actually have to go into um into um Donkey Kong, well, you know, the Kong's kingdom, right? Of course, yeah. that's where we run into Donkey Kong, who, yeah, surprisingly, is played by, by Seth Rogen. I didn't even see that coming, right? But yeah, he was good. He was real good at that. Right. I'll give him that, right? And yes, Donkey Kong was, was a standout character as well, too. I felt from that moment, and you could say a little earlier on, too, from there to the very end, boy, everything just moved at this breakneck speed, boy. And I understand the audience is kids. I watched it in, 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 um, in well, kind of packed audience, um, packed theater, basically. So, yeah, you know, uh, you were kids and you were um, laughing and enjoying some of these stuff. But I'm uh, sorry, boy, this thing moved real fast. Yeah. yeah. And set piece after set piece, scenario after scenario, you know, Saigag after Saigag, it just keep kept going, 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 and it couldn't even like stop to to not so much explain, but just be like, all right, like where these characters, how these characters feeling right now, where we are yeah. right now. It just kind of felt like everybody, everything just moved really quickly for for no reason, right? Um, and unfortunately, you you really feel it into the characterization. You don't really get much of it, unfortunately, right? So yeah, Mario and all too just kind of felt like, all right, I'm just doing this because I need well, to see my brother and Peach's doing this weird. because I need to see my kingdom, and yeah. that's just. But, but you know, but that was, that was super weird to me because they tried to set up this conceit of Mario being, you know, down and out, down in his luck because of the, his dad disappointed in him 
and I decided yeah, to make and this that's supposed to justify why he's supposed to be so brave and why he's supposed to right. jump into situation like no not really yeah. like, and everything is like a, jumping into just so yeah it's a kind of weird afterthought and as i said it's a shame because again this is all of this is illumination straight up illumination yeah. don't give a shit about anything it's just characters and gags and you don't really think about it it's straight up well, every time i hear that the, the mari movie is going to be illumination i thought it's going to be complete dog shit like minions dog shit we're going to make money it was right. complete dog shit but it was like yeah they could have sit down with this and i really felt DreamWorks would have been perfect for this. Not Pixar, because Pixar does do their own thing. Like it's Disney. Right? It's not gonna be not gonna be Pixar. Pixar not gonna take Pixar a... not gonna waste time on this. Come on. They, make, take, they make original stuff. They make original material. They're not gonna take material. somebody else's product. Right. Product, unless they buy it. Unless Disney buy out Nintendo, not gonna happen. So DreamWorks I felt could have been the right balance. But whatever. Moving on. As huh. I said, I get the feeling that the reason why they use illumination because Nintendo in the long run. Not gonna, they're gonna drop into illumination. Uh, you know, you know, this is just a temporary thing. I get you feeling with because illumination was so jarringly the weak link in all of this that mm. you get a feeling that they're gonna try to do everything truly in house now. And because I know they, I know the scuttlebutt had it that they bought up some Japanese uh, uh, animation company now, from what I understand, or something like that, or Korean animation right. company, something. And, and to me. I would I, I personally would like to see animation styles more like that. Like remember Lupa the third from last couple of years? If we get a gamma movie looking like that. That I could oh, do. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Or something yeah. like that now. Not I don't really care for the illumination uh, western approach to the to the animation right? and I vibe of that. As I said, it still won't I wouldn't hate it. And it looked good. Like I can't it's not like it looked like crap, but it looked well, really well done. But mm, I couldn't get mm. into it for, for what it was. So yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Well, well, a few things before I get to it, right? But yeah, um, you really feel it to the characterization because this everybody just feels so one note. It's like you know, Princess yeah. Peach, I must save my kingdom. And yeah. sorry, I have to say it to my boy Bowser. Yeah, I want to marry Peach, and oh, Mario's like, I want to, you know, see my brother, right? And yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of unfortunate that Luigi is 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 the damsel in distress here. Like I understand, you know, we don't want we don't want to be me too here. You know, be by by having Peach be the you know the damsel in distress. But at the same time, it's about the bros, it's about the brothers, yeah. and by separating them and not really giving Luigi much to do except be you know a captive, just didn't work for me at all, man. I thought that was a really yeah. missed opportunity, right? But in terms of just the piece itself, right? While it is fast piece, I mean. Yes, the set pieces are fun. I will give it that. It's dynamic. It will, it will, it will. You, 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 you will keep your, it will keep your eyes open, and you know, you'll just be looking out for references. Cause yeah, they will throw them at you, you know, um, by the second, you know, what I mean, and you'll have fun with those moments, right? Like I dug the Rainbow Road, you know, um, yeah. Mario sixty four, um, you know, Mario Kart moment, right? It's very, yeah. you could tell, it's, it's, it's supposed to be um influenced by um uh, Max Fury, right? I get that, right? Even early on, I, I, I felt like, well, I would say, just slight spoil the moment where they're designing the um, the cards themselves. I was right. picking up on that kind of an avatar kind of vibe, you know, sort well, of, I, I was, of an avatar slash Pacific Rim kind of thing where, right. it, where right. we're preparing the mechs and we're about, about to go out into battle. And I feel like well, there was, was a moment to capitalize there too, though, you know what I mean? Yeah, but as, no. It's, it's Mario Kart, but it also had a, a Diddy Kong racing kind of thing vibe to the whole thing as well. Because they're like, oh, okay, it's these cards or whatever it is. Um, right. But okay. I don't know. As I say, as I say, they really are, look, Mario is a franchise you could go anywhere with this shit because they make reference to pretty much every game in the franchise. It's there. You could go all over the place with the franchise. But personally, I really felt the RPG dimension and especially Paper Mario, right? That is where they could have go with this. Like in terms of the humor and the writing and thing. And that to me mm. was the 
the dimensions instead of going to the, the younger more modern games like um i forget the name of his browsers i forget the name of the one for the switch is that a kind of dlc right. kind of thing for odyssey that one that yeah, is but, but, but i feel unfortunately character. i feel unfortunately it has to do again the target audience kids yeah they skew young. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the which i understand it's because it's illumination unfortunately but yeah. remember, you have diehard fans who's playing this thing from since the eighties. That's gonna yeah, sit down and watch, right? You don't right? care about them. You don't yeah, but, care about them. But they're but, the ones who are gonna watch this, like me, and be like, "Yeah, where's the story?" The, right. the younger ones are not gonna care because they're just seeing, you know, bright colors and shit, right? But yeah, the, exactly. the older heads gonna be like, "Yeah, where's the story?" Right? And that's yeah. where a lot of the criticism will come, right? So there's a couple of things, a couple of that I'll get to it, right? So um, you need no drops, right? So yes, oh. it was it was cool seeing you know um, that 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 scene with Bow, with the Bowser attack at the very beginning, right? Yeah. But the mere decision to pick a particular song, which I'm not going to spoil, but you've seen it in a movie, and from that point in, in the two thousands, that's all I see, and from that point, just using everything, like yeah. hearing it there, I was just like, why, 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 I was like, why, why do you why do you why? thunderstruck? Like who? Yeah, why? thunderstruck. Like why why, why are we hearing this? Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that's actually for the, the, part, oh, the, the that, that's actually that... for the for the um oh gosh for the cat sequence by the way. Are, are they yeah. like I, I get it in terms of the, the the tone of it, like the song and how pumped up it, it gets here. But why are we hearing this thread? No, but um, what what what's so dumb about that is that the, the rest of the soundtrack is great. Like they, they had orchestral versions of all the classic songs. Yes, songs. yes, yes. And I have to give credit to um to Brian Tyler, who the the um the, the composer for this. Yes. Yeah, um Sounds the man good. like 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 do these orchestral remakes of the classic songs though, yeah. and it, it just sounds so fun and a beat though. I, I have a feeling he had a blast just this this yeah. doing this, but it really add a lot to the charm of this movie, right? But yeah, when it comes to Neil Drops though, they just didn't work Terrible. and it felt yeah. pure illumination. Um yep. the, the one that took it for me though. Was doing the, the obstacle sequence and they play a particular song. Yeah, and it's so funny because it's a song that you hear in two movies that was Tetris, which is so funny. And one that was in a scene in Shazam 2 Dre. When I hear that, right. like, yeah. like, like this person, that person who I'm not going to spoil who it is, yeah, that person getting real banked this year, Jack. That's, tw- yeah. that's three times this year her song getting incorporated into films by wow, right? Yeah. And last but not least, in terms of illumination itself, right? So, I, I, I again like uh, visually I love what they did here. Um it does have that kind of cash grab, you kind of feel to it where it's like, okay, yeah. we're just more or less advertising the games. So yes, now available on Nintendo Switch and all these kind of things, right? But in terms of their union at the moment with Nintendo, um it I am I am I am actually kind of optimistic here because I have a because for me, for me, right? Because I I see this as somebody who somebody who is isn't even a fan of illumination, right? Um, this I could see a bright future in terms of these Mario Brothers films, right? Yeah, and, yeah. But and, it can be, it can be, it can be illumination. That that's the thing. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Um, and even right now, to well, you know, if you if you decide to stick around for it, yeah, there's a post credit scene. I pretty much right. tell you, yeah, you know, we could have a future this, right? Yeah. And I personally would love to see more films in this nature, right? But because of Illuminations, you know, um, just the way how they put out films now, you know, yeah. whether it's the Minion film, the movies, or the shorts, I have a feeling they could do this. Like, I could actually, I, I, I actually picturing, you know, uh, a series. It doesn't have to be on the Super no, Mario Brothers themselves, but as I say, a TV you could series go, now, something, you know? No, no, you could go, you could go literally anywhere with this stuff. Because, I, like, to me, when you're doing shit like this, like, as I said, is the NCU right? It could be the yeah. potential NCU, and it could lead up to 
a potential Smash Brothers game, right? That's what everybody kind of think and think. But to me, the way all this came out is like it's less NCU and NCEU, right? Ah, if I, I, I got that I got you. Point. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it, it's not it's not the Avengers. It's more like Man of Steel, uh, unfortunately. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I join it for what it is. But yeah, I could see I could really I really do see people like digging it for what it is, and, and I could understand why it wouldn't work. Wait, it not. But it's still like a still a ton of fun. Like a car, I'm not gonna take away from that. I really enjoyed it for what it was. I had a lot of fun, and I, I dug it. I dug it. So yeah, uh, yeah me, me, me too, me too. Um, yeah. well, well, let me just get through it too quickly, right? So yeah, sure. for me, um, I I enjoyed it for what it was, right? It, it's fun. It's bright. You know, bring your family, bring your kids in particular, right? But I just felt that it was just told at this breakneck speed, like you know, from the moment the first act ends, everything just goes very quickly, right? And you can make the argument, oh, well, you know, it's kids in the audience. You know, you don't want them, you know, twitching in their chairs. Even though there was one um, boy who's sitting right in front of me who was doing that same exact thing, right? But whatever, right? Um, and you have to keep their attention and whatnot, right? But it can't be at the expense of telling uh, a decent enough story, right? Yeah. You know, like we're not coming expecting something Oscar winning into a narrative here, right? But because of the material itself, too, and because of the love, the fandom from it, too, and I would say this right off the bat because of the stigma that, you know, video game movies have in terms of, you know, adaptation and lack of story and whatnot. Yeah, there could have been a greater effort in at least yeah, exactly. telling a story with characters that you care about, right? I just felt like, yeah, like there's no real threat to anything, you know, characters. Like, like I'll, I'll throw an example. There's a moment where you see Donkey Kong and um and, and Mario fall into the ocean. Right? They're like, right. yeah, of course they're going to live. Like this, like, what, you, you think they're going to die or something? No, right. right? So it's like that, right? But in terms of the illumination style and whatnot, I could see more films coming out now, but my fear is that the quality could just kind of dilute and then you'll just play it just simple. Just, you know, we don't care about story because it's all about flashy visuals and right. Mario references, right? And the kids love it, so let's throw that. And God yeah, forbid, make, and it, we have and it, another minion kind of style, so. right? Yeah, and well, I, I actually glad I, I glad I make a lot of money. I, I want yeah. it to, to be successful, and we have more, right? But I just fear that we'll have something along the lines of a Minions. Remember yeah. when they were part of a little show called Despicable Me? Remember yep. that? All the Minions yeah. is have their own thing, and I could even care less about them in this arbitrary. Yeah. That that's but my fear. Have with. And when they see, but when they see the Minions box office, like yeah, died hundred billion. It's like all right, well, <laughs> got to look up. Yeah, like like that last one that came out, where it was the fear of Gru or the right. rise of Gru, whatever it is. I, I don't even care about these things, right? But yeah, yeah um, I talk long enough, rated wise, very like three out of five. It it it's right. It, it's it's yeah. right for what it is. Um, you could I would say see it see it see it on the big uh, on the big screen. It, it's absolutely worth it. I didn't yeah. see it in three D, and I don't think it would have mattered if I see it in, if I saw it in three D or not. Right. But just the just off the flashy visuals alone, it's absolutely worth seeing on big screen. I just felt like the runtime could have been longer. They could have tell a much more coherent story. They could have just let things kind of. Breathe, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. just running things quickly and then making the excuse, oh, it's a video game and oh, we have kids in the audience. Like, come on, you have to do yeah. much better than that, right? Uh, if you want to, you can wait till, you know, next month. Uh, I believe it's coming out on Peacock then and you can watch it all with your kids and whatnot, right? But I would say, yeah, watch it. But um, if you just saw the trailer and you're just like, meh, or you're just not a fan of Illumination, yeah, I don't think this show will do anything for you at all, right. whether you're a diehard fan of Mario or not, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, fan of yeah, yeah, uh, it totally relies on the brand recognition. Let like, us be clear about that. Like, it's gonna make a ton of cash. It already done make a ton of cash. Um, it it done. It, it, it we gonna get sequels. And I, and I do expect. I do hope we get other sequels of other games. For example, like we get sequels to this Donkey Kong Country. Like, that is a whole cool franchise on its own. 
um and they could do a bunch like nintendo could really start selling out the, the properties in this thing but the thing is i really wish quality control nintendo has a noticeable history with that and they have a noticeable history of not working with other people they keep everything in house for good reason for good or for ill sometimes for ill but mostly for good and i really wish if we get something more internal more japanese I, I, I don't want to say that as a saying it's kind of sucking kind of bad but yeah the western dimension to this kind of this kind of fuck it up sorry and i just um then hate this and i have two minds of this right i'm an 80-year-old ricardo love this shit love the movie i enjoyed myself good references it didn't feel overbearing or obnoxious or anything like that i just dug it for what it was and then the adult me was like yeah they could have had this breed and be a little smarter and have it be a little more you know interesting um, for what it was, but I didn't hate it, and it's a shame. But it's a shame, and I do like this more than the first Sonic movie, right? And and the reason why that first Sonic movie suffered for me is because they do the real world bullshit, right? Which I hate. Mm. Uh, and and, and but, they rely too much on Jim Carrey, like he was doing a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah, 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 film, yeah. Right? Yeah. But 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 guys, sorry. Sonic... Um, who who me? Uh, who 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 is the prota- Who is the main star of that show? Like I remember. Um, um, yeah, well, well, uh, what, what's his piece, right? That, that's I'm the guess, show how unimportant he was in the grand scheme. No, no, he's, like right? he's a decent enough voice actor, like, for four years. I forget his name. He's like a, a little de-celebrity that people like in the nerd, nerd circles. I forget his name. J, mm. J something or Bruchel. I forget his name. Anyway. Uh, but I didn't like it as much as the second Sonic movie. And I really felt this... The, the, the problem I had was that this could have learned from the mistakes of other video game adaptations. And it very deliberately didn't. They just say, look, we're going to just cater to the, to, the, to the fans, cater, rely on the brand recognition, and went on the lazy route. And they didn't need to do that. I find they could have really come out of the gate with something important and interesting. I say important, but you know what I mean now. Like something come out with something like a little more serious, and then you could, you could half-ass it later. But as I said, it's, it's less Avengers and more Man of Steel, right? It, it's... It could not. It. I really thought this would have come out stronger in the gate, but I'm not disappointed because it's like it. It way it is now. I, I just wish they could have do more. I, but I, as I say, I don't hate it. I'm slightly disappointed. I'm gonna put it like that. And I really wanted them to do more. As I say, in my humble opinion, if they do something more internal and we get more Japanese tree stuff, like if we get something in the vein of like um the the the, the Looper the third animation for for Mario, I would love that. And in terms of the writing and, and, and style and aesthetic, even though Bowser was kind of like this, I want something more in the same vein as the Thousand Year Door, where it's it kind of cheeky and funny in its own right, and it's about real weird offbeat comedy. And that's what I want. But they're probably not going to do that. As it is, we could get a bunch of shit. Most likely, we go and get um, all the extra stuff, and they're probably going to lead into a Smash Brothers eventually, and that Smash Brothers movie, go and make a ton of cash. But as I say, you know, I really wish it was more... Um, you know, Iron Man and Man of Steel, if you understand that re- reference. That's how I feel. It feels more like Man of Steel in terms of trying to build a potential future if, you wanna, if, you're, if you're planning to. And you have to have a sense of that. But, you know, you don't think of the future. You, you think of now. And for now, slightly disappointing. But I didn't hate it. It was exactly what it needed to be for some things. I kind of hand ringing rating. 7 out of 10. Um, didn't right, want right. it to be better. It had a lot of good moments in it. Um, for what it is, I, I like. I really enjoyed the Starman sequence at the ending, even though again mm-hmm. logically it was kind of clumsy. But it's supposed to be Mario logic, but I ain't dancing around it. But I, I really wished um, this could have been stronger. That's my, my attitude about it. But yeah, I, I dug it for what it was. I don't mind going to see it a second time to to, to to take it in and see what it is I miss or whatever it is. But um, overall, I, I I dug it for what it was. I just wish it was more in the vein of Thousand Year Door or Superstar Saga, where it have this kind of offbeat comedy and then. You know, you, you let it breathe a little better and you make it work for what it is. But it is what it is. It works. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for, for what it is, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to close this, though. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if this was just 
uh, a well-intentioned effort to fix the mistake that was the Super Mario Brothers movie from 93. Like, uh, you know, we're not going to do what that film did, so we're right. just going to pump a bunch of references and just make sure it looks and feels like the game, even yeah. right down to the pace of it, so you wouldn't even have to think about what we got to 93. Like, I feel it's, it's kind of like an apology for that, in a sense. Like, Nintendo right. kind of, you know, subliminally um, apologizes to us. Like, you know, we, we were sorry for what we did. So here's here's the Super Mario Brothers movie that you nah. deserved or that right, you right, always right. wanted. Like, that That's the just again. At now. It kind yeah, of yeah. feels like it in a sense, but it's like still just kind of still a story. Nonetheless, still. like, you know, apology accepted. Apology accepted. But still, tell, tell, tell a decent enough story now. You know what I mean? That, that's yeah. all we want. As but I hopefully say, we might get it. the next one. No, as I said, the core part of me, the part of, the part of me that, that just hoping in the back of my head is that they're just using illumination just to get the foot in the door of the animation world, right? That's how I feel about it. Like, and I feel they'll do their own thing, go back in-house, and then do their own thing with the, with the, with the future movies, no? and, and just keep everything really, really, spend the proper money, don't rely on illumination. Illumination is totally the weak link in this, in my humble opinion. Uh, but, you know, illumination is the people to have the, you know, they, they already experienced, no? so you say, all right, like, try it out, them is the experiment, and then you, you dial back, and then you get work for waiters. That's how I'm feeling about it. Because that is like my ideal scenario of what to do going forward now. Drop illumination, make their own um make their own series and then make it work for what it is now. That's how I feel. But that's me. So uh, whatever. Right, right, right. All right. With, so with all that being said, Ricardo, where can people find you online? Um Passat R M D D Y. That is at Rmedy on Twitter. And then you can type in Ricardo Medina on Facebook and you can find me there. Okay, on occasion, I'm on TikTok and Twitter, but usually I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The yeah. Facebook and YouTube links you'll find in the description, the link tree description of this podcast. And you'll also find my Fiverr gigs there because I also do uh, music and music video and uh, indie film reviews as well, right? So on the Facebook and YouTube links, you'll find excerpts from today's episode, along with other episodes of BBB Radio, Retrospect Reviews, and BSP to Mealy. And there's stuff to look forward to uh, with episode 100 looming. Um, we have season three of the Mandalorian almost up. And yeah, right. there's, there's a lot of things to talk about with this season here, boy, for real. Um, there's Renfield that's coming out. Right. Hoping right. that it's good. Cause I, like the, I like the premise already. Um, I mean, Nicolas Cage is Dracula. I mean, come on, right? You know, so we went from Vampire's Kiss to, to him playing Dracula, right? I mean, look at that, right? Um, Evil Dead Rise. I am really excited for that. I'm an Evil Dead fan. So, yeah, this technically will be the first horror. I'm sorry, you know, Cocaine Bear kind of doesn't count. But, yeah, okay. the first pure horror that I'll see, um, you know, for the year. Speaking of that, um, Pope's Exorcist, no thank you. I'm good with that. Right. I'm I'll good. probably review I'm good. that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of exorcism. Based on right. true story, sorry, based, based on true events kind of films. Yeah, like, yeah. Cause that, then, then I started wondering, wait, wait, did all this happen? Did, did these yeah. jump scares really happen? The thing is, I thought that would have come out this weekend because of Easter. I like, oh, the, the Catholic movie, Catholic movie. That, that, that would have been that would have been a smart call, but but it's like nah, they, it, but they, yeah. they, 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 they avoided because Mario movie come out, so it's like nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, they, they <laughs> exactly. Mario movie that eat it for lunch, so like move it on. You know. Um, and also before I forget, you know, just just talk touching um quickly on um Netflix, uh that Power Rangers movie, you know, once and always. Um, right. Not overly excited for it, but I am curious to see what we get with that. Yeah, for real, for real, right? And, you know, who knows, you might get a surprise or two, um, you know, as, as far as episode 100 goes. But, um, yeah, I mean, 
can't, can't, can't wait for that. I can't wait for that milestone to, to take place. And yeah, we're going to have a blast with that one, man. And yeah, that's pretty much about it. So once again, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you listen to this. This was Machu Billy and... Carlo Medino. And we are signing off another episode of BBB Radio. So until the next one, take care. Stay safe in and out. Hope you're having a happy Easter weekend. Take care. Peace. Thank you.